0: What's going on, Drinking Byte's brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we got to do first? We got to do those things that generate a little revenue. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Do you want to support this show? You can do it for less than $3 a month, less than the cost of a beer, and for just a little bit more, just a touch more. You can get some bonus content. You can get the episodes completely uncensored. So check that out today at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. Once again, that is patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. We are also brought to you this week by our merch store at anwd.net slash merch. You want an awesome hat, some rad shirts? Check out the merch store today. Got all sorts of awesome designs. So cover your shame in my wares at anwd.net slash merch. The other way you can support this show is subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash and now we drink. Why wouldn't you want to watch the video versions anyways? The video versions are released a week after the audio version, except for the Patreon members, of course. So go to youtube.com slash drink. Subscribe today. Cost you nothing but a couple seconds. The other very easy way to support this show, signal boost, tell your friends, retweet stuff. Just spread the word. Really that easy drinking, buddies. I appreciate the hell out of you. Let's get on with the show. My guest this week is Xbiz's gay performer of the year, The Gavien Best Newcomer 2024. You know him. You love him. Derek Cage. This was just a a super fun episode. It tangents quite, 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 quite a bit. And there is a ton of butt stuff that gets talked about. Absolute ton. But sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. I swear
1: I, I believe it especially when we get further into that
0: well luckily I just press the buttons I don't have to press them again <laughs> I just have to make sure things don't fuck up in the meantime
1: okay okay I'll be the one that fucks it up you you just be the professional why why
0: would I start now <laughs> why would I start now how's the angels
1: envy by the way it's fantastic I mean you really can't go wrong with anything this is this one from Kentucky it it well sort of Sort of. Uh, So the
0: Angels Emmy brand is from Kentucky.
1: Okay, yeah. It actually said handcrafted and bottled in Louisville. So yeah. Or god, I gotta say it, Louisville.
0: Well, so (laughs) they may have changed it because it used to be when they first rolled that shit out, Mm -hmm. jeez, like ten years ago at this point, it was there's a massive, massive uh rye distillery, like a factory rye distillery in southern Indiana.
1: Oh, okay. I mean.
0: That produces a lot, like produced Templeton, like a whole bunch of like the bigger ryes. Yeah. And that rye was definitely bottled there at first. Or at Got least it. distilled there. So they may have been like, we're pushing the barrels across the border.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're actually rolling them across the river. Right. I like to get them into Louisville.
0: <laughs> like it's in Louisville now.
1: <laughs> Stamp a fucking seal of approval on that shit. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: To you, to your fucking win last night.
1: Appreciate it, man. That, uh, I'm still... Still riding high from that. I'm like, and only in my first full year of doing studio porn, I won performer of the year and I'm, it's, it's wild. Absolutely. <laughs> and as I'm kind of looking at everybody else, just like, yes, yeah, step up your game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you old bitches. You've been here for a decade. <laughs> Why is this mine? Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping we were going to bring it tonight and just put it on the table.
1: I wish, man. But no, they, uh, it, so it was just like a stunt uh trophy that they had to take pictures with. It wasn't our actual trophy.
0: I mean it could have been if you tried harder.
1: I mean I'm I can fit a lot inside me to like hide. I don't think I could have done that one.
0: Just a little lube. I'm sure there was some extra light around.
1: Everything's a dildo if you if you try hard enough and you have enough courage.
0: Right. <laughs> Derek shows up to the podcast it's kinda of waddling in. <laughs> it's like, I've been up there all night. Like Dude,
1: couldn't be like fun. yes. Challenge accepted. <laughs> x never invites me back again.
0: <laughs> I would, though. I definitely would. I mean, I'm going to invite you back anyway, so I'm already having a great time. But like that would be a first in the fucking history. Whoop.
1: Well, if, if, if the fans want me back, then we're going to try for it. I'll just
0: try to smuggle the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: going just be walking out so carefully. <laughs> no, I would never get invited back. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's porn. Come on.
1: Yeah. I think a lot worse has happened, but
0: like you didn't beat the shit out of somebody or sexually assault someone. And those people have gotten back invited back before. So, oh, that's fair. That's
1: fair. I I always say, um, sometimes I'll be on set and you know, just shit will be going awry or, you know, they'll ask me like, would you be willing to do this or this, this? And I'm like, I've done a lot worse for a lot less. Like, let's be real here. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is a walk in the park.
0: What sort of stuff are they asking you to do that's like so controversial?
1: Oh man, let's, what, what was one? Um, I remember a, a fisting movie that I did. Um, and it was, I had never really fisted before. Um, I don't myself get fisted. I just don't enjoy it. It doesn't feel good. Um, and I remember, uh, it was, what was the studio? Oh, fisting Inferno is the name of the studio. And they were like, would you be willing to, like, get all the way inside and then just kind of push up against his stomach to, like, make it do, like, a windshield wiper thing? And I was like, I've never done that, but we're going to go for it. Like, I've done a lot worse for a lot less, so let's go. <laughs> I can't imagine
0: that would be great for someone's insides.
1: I think this person uh, just didn't really have them. They just kind of like, like when they know that something's coming. I think his inside's just like clear the way. It's just nothing but in you know cavern just on like, the inside.
0: Why am I not feeling walls? <laughs> yeah. what, what the fuck.
1: Yeah, his. Uh, you're gonna love this. His studio name uh, or his stage name is Max Depth.
0: That is a great name.
1: That's a great for a, for someone that it really enjoys getting fisted,
0: right? It's like. That that name just screams power bottom.
1: <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, but big old dick, big ball, like, but definitely just loves getting fisted. Absolutely loves getting fisted. More power to him. Yeah, I mean, he knows what he wants. Right? Knows what he likes.
0: And that's the important part in life.
1: Yeah, he practically made my tattoo disappear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, you're in there much longer. You get a fucking doctor's license for proctology.
1: I mean, it looked great. It looked fantastic. Um, But since I had never done that before and it was just something I had never experienced and it was so, you know, raw, I guess you could say. Um, And the thing was, is I felt the wall of muscle on the inside. Yeah, your faces are exactly And I'm on camera (laughs) figuring this out for the first time. And I was just like, fuck, I was like, this is really crazy. And when it was when that part of the scene was done, I actually I've never had to do this before, but I was just like. I need a minute. I've got to process what I just did and what I just felt. And so I, I just kind of walked away, had a moment and I was like, Oh, just add that one to the list. Right.
0: <laughs> I, I have, you know, never fisted anyone in my life. So it's yeah, like, I, I have fairly big hands and you know, I I'm heterosexual. So it's just like most women are not looking to get this put inside them. Like
1: that's, that's fair. <laughs> but I mean, you never know
0: what, no one's ever been like, yo, <laughs> let's do this. And I'm not looking like, it's not something that turns me on. So I'm not, I'm not going to
1: broach the subject. Okay. I got you. It's, it's never been a first date subject. Never. Uh-huh. No. I,
0: I'm generally happy to get a couple of fingers. No, <laughs> <like. Yeah.
1: laughs> just if you hang around the gays long enough, you just, it's, it's funny because like I've, I've had conversations amongst, uh, you know, straight people and I've had conversations amongst gays i think a lot of straight people would just really look at us like what in the fuck are the gays doing because we talk about shit that is just otherworldly and we laugh about it as if it's just you know oh yeah yeah i did that last weekend i took you know 17 loads from you know 25 different guys like that's normal conversation
0: i don't know why that would be surprising that like it's, it's imagine like the frat bros are fucking each other, like yeah. the, the exact, the exact same conversation that would be misogyny, quote, misogynistic and like, yo, know, un, unsavory if it was directed towards women. But like, yeah. it's two you know, consenting dudes. It's like, oh, came on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we, this is what we do. Yeah. This is just natural. So.
0: There's nothing wrong with it. Like if it's happening between consenting adults and everyone's having a good time. Who the fuck
1: cares? That's two consenting adults. And as long as all boundaries are being, uh, minded or what's, what's the word? Um, that they're being respected. Right. Yeah. As long as boundaries and limits are being respected, like more power to them.
0: Right. Who gives a fuck what two people want to do for fun together?
1: Oh, we could really go into apparently the United States government at some point,
0: (laughs) which I understand. Like Mm -hmm. we have a, a, I mean, Human history is just problematic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like,
1: we're like just coming out of a period of time where like, you know, entire groups of people were being thoroughly disrespected and completely disregarded in the eyes of the law. And then now it's just kind of like all of it's coming together where we're like, yeah, we're going to get ours too, motherfuckers. Like,
0: <laughs> and What's fucked is it's coming back around where it's like, oh, like fucking parts of society are trying to overcorrect on it.
1: Yeah. Know? They're yeah. just like,
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we gave you all those rights. We want to roll those all the fuck back right now. Like
1: They're like, wait, no. That was a bad idea. (laughs) And we're like, buckle up. Right? We're here.
0: (laughs) For fuck's sake, why the fuck would anyone give a fuck about gay marriage? Like, are you going to get married to another man, to another woman if you're a woman? No? Then why the fuck do you care?
1: Because they have nothing else going on in their lives. That's 100% true. They have nothing else going on. Or That or they want it. That's what they're like. Uh, the The sheer amount of closeted, like more, you know, conservative, Christian, like the sheer number of closeted people like that, closeted guys like that, is you, you, you might not be surprised, no. but it's up there.
0: Oh, well, yeah. It's it like up there. every legislator who's like so fervently anti-gay, like all of a sudden it's just like, wow, mm-hmm. not only have you been – Going through gay acts, you've been paying for it too, which is also against yeah. you know, what your your constituents would want you to do.
1: Yeah, I I used to live in D.C. and I can tell you that uh, gay male escorts in D.C. make some of the most money. Oh, I'm sure in D.C. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure, and it's all Republicans. <laughs> All Republicans. Were you in that life at all, or a little bit? Yeah, um, I didn't really escort in uh, D.C. Um, I did for a little bit in Utah, which is <laughs> that's a whole other story as well. No, I I really didn't while I was in D.C. But I knew a few of the escorts that were in D.C. Um, the, the gay life in D.C. is very like everybody kind of knows everybody, and word gets around very quickly about you know who's doing what, who's who. And I mean, all you had to do was pull up the, the website that showed who was an escort and you're like, oh, I f- that one. I remember him. Like, so it's, yeah, you, you kind of know what's going on.
0: These Republican senators are like, I was paying for discretion. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> NDAs have been signed. We'll say that much. Yeah,
0: but the NDA is worthless.
2: I
1: it,
0: absolutely fucking worthless. I, I talked about this on here a couple times. Like mm-hmm. one, you can't make someone sign an NDA for a crime and prostitution is still illegal in DC.
1: Yeah. Oh Yeah.
0: Two, if you violate the NDA and they sue you over it, they're just confirming it happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few senators up there too that like it's it's kind of a a running joke about who actually pays and who doesn't.
0: Oh, there's people stiffing, like not.
1: I don't know about stiffing. Oh, okay. but I think like. Um, you know, like they're they're involved, oh. but they're not like fully committing. They're not actually going forth and doing doing the damn thing, you know. But there's there's some that actually are like fully paying and been skirting by with it for decades.
0: Well, and hopefully we get to a point in society where they can live their fucking truth.
1: You fucking think so, right? Like with twenty twenty four, like is really, this is what we're going to like. This is the the hill that they're going to die on, and trust, like they are dying on it.
0: Well, yeah, because. <laughs> they're preaching all this bullshit to their you know constituents and they're like, well, if I'm called out as a hypocrite, no one's going to reelect me.
1: That's right. And it's, you know, the, the fact that that's kind of what they want is like, all, like, I mean, granted, every politician, that's their goal. Get reelected, obviously. Cause then they can stay in power. They can, you know, they can still have that power. But, um, the, I think the days of like politicians having backbones are long gone Oh. Uh, lo- at least not in our lifetime. I don't think we're going to see it, and in, in, uh, especially from like conservatives. No. I don't think that we're going to see it. We're just going to see them preaching Christian whatever, and then you know jerking off to gay porn as soon as they get home.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And like, I'm I'm very record about this. I don't like Trump, but I wanted to like <laughs> Trump because it's like it's like the guy wants a space force. He hangs out with porn stars. Like <laughs> he's unhinged. This could be fun. It wasn't, it
1: was not fun. It was no. not fun at all. It's <laughs> like,
0: but bef- it was kind of like communism on paper, like communism on paper should work just fine.
1: Mm. You know,
0: everyone gets their needs met. Yeah. Doesn't historically doesn't work out so well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's, oh, if we were to get like full political science discussion, so I, I have a master's in political science.
0: I'm wildly uneducated. So this will be fun. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like, um, in, in, Marx, in his idea of what socialism and communism was supposed to be was um, essentially like you couldn't get to socialism or communism without going through capitalism first, like people, the proletariat, if you will, had to learn about uh, capitalism and the evils of capitalism uh, in order to move forward to socialism. So, like, and then from socialism, you know, they kind of learn even more that like, Oh, this is a beautiful thing. Let's move to communism. So, Communists, as you know, most Americans know them, that wasn't communism, that was dictatorship.
0: Well, yeah, that was Stalinism.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was Stalinism, Leninism, uh, Maoism, all of that. It was never like communism, like as Marx saw it, never communism.
0: Yeah, but Marx also didn't get the job done, so.
1: (laughs) How dare he die? Right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then how dare Lenin die and leave Stalin? Well, (laughs) Stalin kind of put himself in charge, but (laughs) he did. (laughs) Yeah. He did.
1: by very brute force yes. and put himself into power.
0: It's one of those things where like Stalin actually killed more, more of his own people than Hitler killed other people. It's just, he did it to his own people. So the world can't look the other way.
1: Yeah. Hitler ro- rolls into Poland and they're like, Oh fuck. No. Right. <laughs> like how dare you?
0: But if you want to brutally murder your own people, <laughs> go right, right ahead. ahead yeah. you know? <laughs> Isn't history fun?
1: No, no, it's not. You look back on history and there's just dark moments. He's like riddled throughout history.
0: I really hope that we don't look back and be like, "Oh, we're in one of those right now."
1: <sighs> we might. Yeah, we might. I mean, I'm I'm from Alabama. Like it's hard to like have anything worse <laughs> than Alabama. It really is.
0: But Mississippi's right there
1: yeah but they really didn't have like the monumental occasions like they didn't have the Birmingham the March on Birmingham you know they didn't have um Selma uh they didn't have the Birmingham bombing like the church bombing that killed you know four little girls like they Mississippi kind of skirted by on all that they were like leave us the fuck alone <laughs> <laughs> Alabama was like no we're gonna fight this tooth and nail and no it didn't really work out for them
0: no and <laughs> what's crazy it's kind of like the people that are like billionaire stands now. It's like most of the people that are fighting for this, it doesn't affect their daily life at all. No. Most of these people were not generational fucking wealthy people that owned people back in the day. It's like, what the fuck do you care? <laughs> but someone's telling you that that could be you one day.
1: There was a, I forget who said it, but it was just kind of like Americans believe that they're just one step away from being the next millionaire. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely not. No. There's how many of 320 million of us? And I think what twelve are like billionaires? Yeah. Maybe in the hundreds. I think there's like four hundred millionaire, like multimillionaires. And then from there, it's like, no, no. No. you're not, you're not gonna be bless your heart. Right. We say the stuff. Bless <laughs> your heart, honey. So I am curious,
0: like growing up in Alabama, like what was the gay scene like there?
1: <laughs> well, um, so I grew up. Just outside of a place called Huntsville, okay, um, and it's actually very well educated. If you can put the word "well educated" in Alabama in the same sentence, um, that's where I, you know, I grew up just outside of that, and um, you know, like NASA has presence there, Marshall Space Flight Center, um, the United States Army has a huge base there. So it's like people we we literally have rocket scientists in you know my hometown, and so really growing up there, it was. A lot more not I wouldn't say progressive, but just like didn't give a shit, you know? So the gay scene, um when I was there, there were actually three gay bars, I think, in Huntsville. Uh there aren't any more. Like all all of us kind of escaped. We were like, <laughs> no, no, not not for us anymore. But uh it was when I came out, um all of my family knew, like they were like, Yeah, we're not surprised. Um, they shouldn't have been surprised my mom's, you know, search of my internet history, uh, confirmed. (laughs) And, uh, and my whole family was just kind of like, yeah, makes sense. Most of my friends were like, yeah, we figured. Um, so most of the people that I was around, they were just like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. Um, which, you know, that's neither great nor bad. It's just kind of a cool go on about your life now.
0: (laughs) Well, and hopefully as a society, we get to the point where that is a reaction for everybody. It's just like, Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Oops, go about your life.
1: Like, it, and in, and in, in all reality, it's just, it, it really does not make a difference anymore. It shouldn't make a difference. No. Where it's just like, b- because if anybody makes a big deal out of it, you know, I, I understand like making a huge deal out of it, they'll be like very supportive because we're still in a time of coming out can be dangerous for people. It can actually be very dangerous for some people. Even in Utah, um, Utah, I believe has the highest rates of teen suicide, because teenagers are coming out and their parents are disowning them because of uh, the Mormon religion. Mormon religion is a cult, by the way. It is nothing but a cult.
0: I mean, most organized religions are. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> this one just happens to be one of the most recent and most successful. <laughs>
0: Don't um, worry, Scientology's beating them out.
1: Oh, jeez, Scientology. I, do you listen to this podcast, uh, la- last podcast on the left? I, I know it.
0: I haven't listened to it in a while.
1: They, they did an entire series on Scientology, The people that believe in that, like you just have to be a special kind of stupid, like, and just boatloads of money to throw at whatever it, when I heard that episode or those episodes, I'm like, who would believe this? Who?
0: Uh, Well, I have a theory in a hundred years, they will be the dominant religion.
1: Whoa, okay, spill. What's, well, my theory uh,
0: behind it is they embrace celebrity like nobody else, oh. and modern America and our America for the last you know, twenty, thirty years is so celebrity obsessed. True. So if it okay. continues down that path, mm-hmm. well, do you see the Catholic Church courting celebrities? Do you see celebrities <laughs> being like, I'm Catholic and I'm proud?
1: I I, I almost made a really horrible joke.
0: <laughs> Come on with it, like don't have.
1: I would say most celebrities aren't children. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's funny because it's true <laughs> it's true yeah they, we you know in the in the gay community recently we've had this whole like um you know, oh drag queens are indoctrinating our children, we can't have drag story time at library because that's just indoctrination, yet you've got the Catholic Church that for what the last eighty years has been the more and more is coming out about them actually sexually assaulting children yeah. and abusing children for years and covering it up and it's like uh, and what else was it um there was oh the the Jeffrey Epstein list not a single fucking drag queen right but politicians out the ass and it's like you know this is this is where we're at it's just people trying to cover up their shit it's it's like what we were just talking about how the ones that scream the loudest especially politicians you're kind of like why are you so concerned about this? Right. You know? <laughs>
2: right?
0: <laughs> I, I'm on record about it. It's like organized religion served its purpose back in the day. Mm-hmm. When, you know We were all small tribes. Yeah. They're limited resources. Yeah. It was something to you know, bring the team together.
1: Yeah, there, there's a, a book about it. It's called The Righteous Mind. Have you read this or heard about it?
0: I'm illiterate now. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, well done for being illiterate.
0: <laughs> I, that's why I just look for glowing buttons.
1: <laughs> You're like, this is where we're at. We're making success. So we're making a, a successful business out this of this.
0: This is why I, I really need a personal <laughs> assistant to read me story time.
1: Oh, I mean, you know, this with this voice, I might be able to like. You are
0: a little too busy and in high demand for me to get you <laughs> to read me stories. <laughs> You don't know me. We're, right, we're well, learning real quick. <laughs> okay, well, that's a verbal commitment Come on camera. You're not going to win any awards reading these stories, but...
1: <sighs> Maybe oh. a podcast award? Come on.
0: Those Come are on. all really rigged.
1: <laughs> well, shit. Get, get more followers and more money, and then we might be able to rig it ourselves.
0: Right. <laughs> Just like start my own podcast awards.
1: <laughs> I support it, man. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll show up. I'll... I'll go up there and I'll, you know, accept the award. And then depending on how, what shape that award is, you know, try and sneak out with it.
0: <laughs> well make it conducive for sneaking.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's funny thing. The, uh, the Gavians, which are coming up this week, um, they're actually very shaped like appropriately. So I think it's kind of funny how like the Gavian award very, you know, could happen easily. The X Biz, not so much. Not so much. No. I'm kind of like the gays, the gays know what's up.
0: (laughs) Well, and I want to talk to you about the gay BNs on a couple different fronts. First and foremost, I know you're up for a lot of shit, so we Mm. definitely need to touch on that. But also like I talked, I had Peter Warren on, who's one of the head honchos at Mm ABN on recently. And I was just like, like, I I may not be the person to talk about this, but it feels kind of weird. Like on one hand, it's great that there's a separate award show that is celebrating the gay side of the house. But on the other hand, it's like. It almost feels like it's a separate but equal situation.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think that we're entirely upset about it uh, because, like, the fact that we do have our own uh, night and own awards, I think, is is special, and we and we make it special. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh I've been at AVN Dorothy, the AVN <laughs> night. Like, it's,
1: it's 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 a wild. Party. It's wild, man. Um, and and also, like, with uh, just you know uh, the hetero side of uh, avian, it's massive. And like where they hold it and where they do everything. Like, I don't think that you could fit everybody in a single room for doing it. So, I mean, and that's not really an excuse for it, but um, I think that it does make sense to separate the two. Just logistically, it makes sense. Because um, I know, like, uh, being at XBiz last night, uh, they, like, you know, just going through the awards that they had for mostly the hetero side took like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you were to throw the gays in with it, that's another you know two three hours on top of that. So I I think logistically it makes sense, but I I do see what you're saying about kind of a separate but equal thing. I do, I don't like using that term, <laughs> <laughs> but as I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just my two cents. And then Peter
0: was there with you. So it's just like logistically it wouldn't work.
1: Okay, so he he's kind of on the same page. It's just like there's just too many people, and also like sometimes with the gays, man. <laughs> You gotta you gotta let us have our space. <laughs> cause we we will cause trouble. We will just like make everything a party. We will make everything just over the top. Yeah. I don't We're,
0: understand how that sounds like a bad thing. Okay, that's fair. Like you're not doing a great job of selling me on keeping it separate. <laughs> In my, Maybe we just have a little less you know, straight awards on stage.
1: Honestly, and uh to be fair, this was this was one of the things that I actually loved about the XBiz Awards is, um, so I'm, I'm trying to work, <laughs> I guess, work my way, uh, infiltrate, if you will. Um, like the bi trans and straight side coming from the gay side. It doesn't happen often, but I feel, I feel I have that power within me. Um, so last night at biz, I was able to meet some of the Titans of that industry, like directors, producers, studios. And that was for me, like very important. It was a very like it wouldn't say strategic, but just like, it was a definitely a moment where I was like, this is what I've been wanting to do. And so that definitely helped. Um, and luckily I'll be going to AVN. Um, I think you've had her on, um, Sophia Locke. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. She's un- unreal. Like every time I speak with Sophia, it's just like, it's just like smiles on my face of like how, how close of friends we've become over the last year. And just how, we, how much we are the same fucking person. Like, I keep telling her all the time, I'm like, these are the reasons you're a gay man. <laughs> and this, and you should, you need to embrace this. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to AVN with Sophia. That's
0: amazing. So, She's great. Yeah. No, Absolutely. Fantastic. Great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I heard, I saw the, um, the clip with uh, Girth Master yeah. where he was like, I've coined the term um, golden retriever energy yeah. for Sophia. And I'm like, never has a truer <laughs> statement ever been made in the porn world. <laughs> like,
0: oh, she was so happy when I said to that clip, she was just like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. If she was legitimately a gold river, her tail would have been white.
1: <laughs> She'd be like, you're talking about me, huh? What's going on? <laughs> do I get a treat? <laughs> oh, she, yeah, that would be <laughs> her mind. Be like, do I get a treat? Do I get a, come on, give me a treat.
0: <laughs> well, I'm curious with like trying to cross over. Are you worried at all about like some of the signals that are still attached to being a crossover performer because I, this is probably much more prevalent before you got into the industry, but Mm -hmm. like back in the day, there were different testing standards between the gay side of the house and the straight side of the house. And there was just some really ugly stigmas because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately some of those stigmas still persist.
1: They do. They do. Um, and, and some of those stigmas actually still persist in the gay community too. Um, there's what, what I think a lot of people don't understand and, and, I do understand, I don't excuse it, but I understand that there is a, you know, cause back in the nineties, becoming infected with HIV was a death sentence that like hands down you were, th- th- that was it. Oh, yeah. Um, modern medicine and testing practices have made that moot. Like that is no longer a thing.
0: No, it just financially crush you. <laughs>
1: Well, actually, actually, um, so I'm on a medication. Um, I take a, this medication called Descovy and it is a pre-exposure prophylaxis. And so pre-exposure prophylaxis is, it's 99.9% effective just as effective as a condom at preventing HIV. Um, and so, and the gays, the gays are, have known about this for 10 years now. Uh-huh. Prep has been prep prep. It, it, it is, when I say it is a miracle drug. It is a miracle drug. HIV infection rates among gay men have plummeted. That doesn't mean that other STIs haven't skyrocketed, but... You know. <laughs> and
0: that, hey, if it's not going to kill you, like...
1: Exactly. It's, it's, it's all treatable. It's all, it's all like, completely treatable. Um,
0: As we like to say, it's a porno cold. <laughs> <yeah.
1: laughs> we, we, last year at Gavian, um, a lot of us got the flu, and we called it the Gavian flu. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, I, I still understand that there's like, you know, because there was that whole death sentence idea behind potentially getting HIV. Oh
0: yeah. We're, we're about the same age. I, I don't know what health mm-hmm. class was like in Alabama, but like, you know, <laughs> in Illinois, like I was very much taught that like, if you have unprotected sex, you will get AIDS and die. Like ed- yeah. heterosexual, like, mm-hmm. the f- and I've told the story on there, but like the first time I n- intentionally had unprotected sex, I freaked out.
1: I believe it. Yeah. It was
0: so a doctor, like, I'm going to die. I was sleeping with someone I'd been regularly sleeping with with condoms for a while. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. It was and so it, dumb. Because, and, but honestly it was just, it was so terrifying. I mean, millions of people died. Like the entire neighborhoods of gay men were wiped out by HIV. Like, and so the, I understand, I get it. But in this day and age, 2024, I can tell you right now, 90% of the, if not all the gay men in porn are on prep. Or if they are HIV positive, they are undetectable. And like, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if someone says, well, there could be a chance. No, undetectable means untransmissible. That's the U equals U. That's that, that's there. And that scientifically, there's no argument against this. And like HIV positive uh, gay men work in the industry. And if they're cleared through, you know, the test, uh, like the testing standards, they're cleared. There's no risk of you getting anything. And so I like, I, I understand it. I don't excuse it, but just FYI, that shit is back in the, in the nineties. That is no longer the case. I agree. But
0: unfortunately, and this is a regular topic conversation on (laughs) here. There's a lot of misinformation and lack of education in the industry altogether. Like you're a couple of years in like, how much education did you get in the industry? Just getting in.
1: It was, was trial by fire.
0: Exactly. It <laughs> and it's like that for everyone. It's fucking mm-hmm. trial by fire. And some of these people who are getting their guidance from agents who have been around since the 80s or 90s. Yeah. Who still have those stigmas and are putting that in their fucking heads.
1: Really? Okay. I, I wasn't aware of that.
0: I'm not calling anyone out in specific, but it's like, right, right. there are definitely a bunch of old schoolers who are still around who like, um. it's just, and like, I don't think it's a malicious thing. Like they probably think that they have their performers best interest in mind.
2: Yeah, the, probably.
0: It, it's not like oh my god, fuck the gays or anything like that. Oh, please don't soundbite that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, fuck the gays, but like in a hot way, right? You right. Know, not <laughs> but
0: they have it in their head that it's still a fucking death sentence, and they're like, mm-hmm. uh, or that even if it's not a death sentence, by doing this, you're going to negatively affect your career because someone else is going to perceive that.
1: I I understand. I don't, but like I said, I don't can uh, not condone it. What's the word? Uh, I don't um. Wow. I just had a whole brain fart there for a second.
0: What's uh, more alcohol? <laughs> I,
1: I don't, uh, I just don't approve of anybody that tries to bring back this whole, you know, Oh, you, you're strictly on the gay side. So I've got to be careful. I have to make sure that, you know, you're, you're like, I'm not going to work with you cause you sleep with men. It's like, but what do you think? You know, I, I what do you think about a guy that is not on prep? right. And is sleeping around all over the place, especially if anybody's having like extracurricular sex outside of the industry. It's like you run even more risk with that than a gay man. Because another thing to be on prep, we have to be tested every three months just to get our prescription. And if anything changes in our testing results for HIV, the medication will like for one, it just, I have not heard of that actually happening. Someone who takes their medication as, you know, as prescribed, I have not heard of it happening. And so it just makes it like, I, I just don't think that, uh, it, I I'm hoping to be someone that changes that in this industry.
0: I hope so too. Cause like yeah. it's not the nineties. We don't need to act like it's the fucking nineties.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> like, and also I just fucking one performer of the year. Right. Like. If you want to work with me, you're going to work with a damn good performer.
0: Right. It's a prestigious Boy. cock now.
1: Yeah. Don't you want it inside you? <laughs> yes. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> it's award winning. <laughs> you want that run of the, the mill, just fucking OnlyFans creator? Yeah. Who's never even seen the inside of an award show? Or do you want an award winner?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like first year award winner. Right. Performer of the year. Right. Hop on it. Right. Let's go. <laughs> Reevaluate your
0: life.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was, it was actually really cool though. Um, I met a few of who I would say is the industry's greatest. Uh, like I met Vanna Bardot last night. Uh, I met Queenie. I don't know her last name, but I met Queenie. Uh Um, Emma Rose, uh, two time now trans performer of the year, like go well fucking done. Oh yeah. Um, and a few others like, but like I met a lot of, you know, women on the straight side and they were like it didn't seem to phase them that I was like, Oh, I just won gay performer of the year, but like I'm working on crossing over and the you know, Queenie was actually really cool about it. She was like, you're my type. She's
2: like,
1: <laughs> You're a gay man. You're my type. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I definitely could be your type. <laughs> and she's like, no, you are like, and I think we, we had a moment there. I was like, Oh, I see. Oh, did y'all go to the bathroom real quick? I'm picking up what you're putting down. No, no, because they kept a, uh, as uh, performers were winning performer of the year. They were like, we need you all to stay back here so we can take pictures. So we were just kind of standing there like,
0: fuck. It's a porn workshop. You just should have done it in front of everybody.
1: Her dress was very tight. And one wrong move and that thing would have, well, now that you say it, one wrong move, that thing would have come flying off. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Easy access. It also had spikes on it. I might have been a little worried about that.
0: If you want to come over to the straight side, you're going to have to spill a little blood apparently.
1: I've I've done a lot worse for a lot less. (laughs) (laughs) More alcohol.
2: Right? More alcohol.
0: (laughs) How does the idea of period sex come across to you?
1: Uh, So, I mean, blood is just not like, that's one of my limits. Like if, if blood is coming out, it just turns me off. Like nothing. I know that that is a natural occurrence. I totally get it. I just don't like even on guys, if like, cause it happens every now and then someone tears, Someone tears. just like a little bit of blood will come out. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I totally get it. So I understand. But like, we're gonna, we're gonna relax here. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, I'm, I think I might be hurting you. I might, you know, I'm, I think I'm causing this. Let's, let's like step it back a little bit. Um, I don't, I definitely don't think I would do, uh, like I've heard the term earning your red wings. I don't think I could do that. No. Cause like the idea of blood in my mouth. now that I, I don't think that that would work, but like, I don't, I can't say for sure because I haven't ever done it that I know of.
0: Well, live a little, <laughs> live, a
1: little. <laughs> live a little. All right. Girls. Is it, if it's that time. Call me, right? I, mean, so, I need this. Ex, I need this experience in my life. You're
2: bleeding during AVN.
0: <laughs> I think I just broke there. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just in my head. I just imagined like this podcast episode coming out like on Friday. People listening to it, and then all of a sudden, I have click girls walking up to me at AVN, being like. It's time.
0: (laughs) Just handing you a bloody tampon and like pulling you off by the hand.
1: Oh, (laughs) I brought you this gift.
0: (laughs) I will freely admit I have pulled the tampon out with my teeth before. So
1: really? Yeah. Are you, are you like into it? Is there, is there something about it that you're like, all right,
0: right,
2: well,
1: let's do this.
0: I mean, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And I will, I'm freely admit this. It does feel super fucking manly to be covered from like gut to thigh and blood.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I don't know why.
1: The gays would definitely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> have you, have you talked to a therapist recently? <laughs> You'd be I, like,
0: the fifth. Honor.
1: <laughs> you're like, it's just very manly to be covered in blood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it like, it felt like, a, yeah, I'm a man. I did that. would <laughs>
1: <laughs> be like, I'd like a gay would walk in and be like, I think you broke her.
0: <laughs> I, I I very much had like a drunken one night stand years ago, and she did not tell me she was on her period. Oh, and I pulled out and saw the blood. I'm like, did I hurt you? I'm like, oh. and in retrospect, I'm like, that was a really
1: stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you you probably had you know intent to be like, did I hurt you? You know,
0: no, it was legit concern at first. Oh, okay,
1: because <laughs> sometimes in like um like in a guy's mind, I know sometimes when I'm like. When I'm railing someone like I realize that if they're kind of in in discomfort a bit, it's kind of like a fuck yeah, you are.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) No, it definitely is.
0: Like anal sex is not like my go-to. It's like, yeah, I'll do it occasionally. It's not like Mm -hmm. my go-to. But there have definitely been points where it's just like, oh, the power of the power of it is just like, oh yeah, this is yeah, that's right.
1: I I had a collaboration. I actually had a collaboration this afternoon. (laughs) Um, a guy named uh, Matthew Ellis, uh, from Australia, like literally he's hopped over here because he's up for a couple of Gabian like fan nominations. Uh, and he hopped over here and was like, he was like, yeah, let's get a collab in, you know? And he just happens to show up as I win, you know, performer of the year. And he was like, well, I have to thank you or like show you, you know, or congratulate you in a proper way. And I'm like, yes. And when I tell you, I just like 10 ways from Sunday, just railed the hell out of this guy. And at the very end of it i was just kind of like fuck yes like i did that you know you're so like, I, I get the feeling of you know when you do that and you're just like it's like
0: enjoy <laughs> your 15-hour flight home now yeah. <laughs> you just said okay
1: <laughs> yeah sitting on his side like fuck <laughs> 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 worth it <laughs> That's another thing about the gay is like we we fully embrace like getting railed to where you cannot sit correctly like we we embrace it and like especially like the strict bottoms are definitely like if you can rail them ten ways from Sunday and they are like in, in discomfort after like that's actually kind of a a prideful moment and like for both top and bottom it's like a fuck
0: yeah I have an average penis but like. When the couple times I've railed someone to the point where they're just like, I'm walking funny. I'm like,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes. Yeah. yes, enjoy that stride of pride. You exactly.
0: Know? <laughs> exactly. And I, I have a couple of female friends who are like complete side squints. She's like, if my cervix isn't bruised, they weren't doing it right.
1: That's I, I appreciate that too. I also, I'm like, because you know, as a gay man, you know, I bought them as well. I'm like, I get it. I get it. If I'm not like, you know, holding my belly in discomfort after like try again. You know, <laughs> there will be no repeat business. Yeah. <laughs> be like you, yeah, that was fun. Next. <laughs> right.
0: You got to make it work.
1: Hmm. Oh, it? we'll make it work. Yeah. We'll make it work. I, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, there's a performer on the gay side. Uh, his name's Rocco Steele. You heard of this guy?
0: I've heard the name. I'm completely unfamiliar.
1: Yeah. He's, um, he has a underwear brand called 10 by seven because that's his measurements. He's, 10 inches long, seven inches around. And, uh, he was my neighbor in DC when I lived there. He, uh, and there were a couple of times that like I walked to his place and I waddled back. <laughs> 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 like there was one time even too, cause it, we were about five blocks away from each other. And, uh, like he, he came inside me and like, I was just a fucking wind tunnel <laughs> afterwards And I, as I was walking home, I had come dripping down my leg, but I was like, you know what? Fucking right. I do. I, I earn that. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I dare somebody to say something to me.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: (laughs) It's honestly like the, the, the things that gay men can be prideful about. It's like,
0: I mean, it's definitely gotta be a point of pride that you were just able to take it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A 10 by seven. And, and also, um, I believe like enhanced with, uh, you know, Medications, I think, uh that made it even like
0: <laughs> now I want to watch C see who's walking funny out, up to the mic.
1: Oh gee be, he definitely took a Rocco Steel. <laughs> <laughs> he took this bottle straight up. <laughs> Senator, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's why Mitch McConnell blacked out. That's why he was just standing there like, oh fuck, come was dripping down. his leg.
0: <laughs> Good on him for being able to get it up for Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. that 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 has to be medicated for anyone to
1: be turned on by mitch mcconnell yeah that, like there's there's no amount of like closing your eyes on that one there's no amount of it
0: no oh, you have to feel the leathery turtley skin
1: the, the turtley t- skin he does look like a turtle he lo- i forget the the cartoon's name but uh, there's a turtle that was cartooned like i think back in the 80s like 70s or 80s that i was like oh that's looks like fucking mitch mcconnell Next subject is I'm like my dick is going inside me as we're having this conversation.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I didn't know I was supposed to arouse you during that. <laughs> my bad. My bad.
1: You're not supposed to make it disappear. It's like it's it's just supposed to stay normal. <laughs> it's just it's not supposed to disappear inside my body.
0: Oh come on, that I ha- definitely have a first. I'd make your dick. Dis- <laughs> well, no, other people have definitely made your dick disappear. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Accurate.
0: My bad. <laughs> I believe there's uh, a bunch of footage that proves that.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of footage. I mean, homemade footage too. That makes it, Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Were you into doing home movies before you got into like actually doing it for?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was, there was no, I had no qualms about getting into porn. I had no, the only qualms I had was that, um, you know, cause I worked for the department of defense before I got into porn and you know, I was, I was a little hesitant because I'm like, you know, what if, you know, someone finds out, what if it, but then I, you know, Smarter than the average bear, and so I made sure that my ass was covered, and I went ahead. That and,
0: seems kind of productive to what you do,
1: <laughs> uh, figuratively, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> ass has never been covered. Uh, no, but it was. Uh, I had no qualms about it because, like. um, I was never shy about filming, you know, just like if, if a guy would come over to my apartment, um, you know, I was never shy about film, you know, if if they consented to, of course, course, I'd be like, we should film this. Like, this looks really hot. And, but of course it would only be like a 10 second, like, oh yeah, that's really hot next, you know, get back to business. But I was just never shy about it. I wasn't, and I've never been body shy. I don't know what the, or uh, what's, what's the term? Um, uh, nervous about my body. I've always just been like, there it is. This is it. Um, and so getting into porn, it was just kind of like, Oh, I can get paid for this now. And I'm actually learning from professionals about how to really make it look good. And so no, there was, there was never any hesitancy in that regard to starting porn. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just interesting to see like in the internet era, like everyone has cameras on them. Like how many people are just like, yeah, I'm going to film this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you should, if it's hot and you can put it in the spank bank for later, by all means, as long as everything's consented to like.
0: I'm old school. It's all up here.
1: So, so wait, you're illiterate and you're, not, you're like, you can't, <laughs> you have no education, but your imagination is through the fucking roof. Yeah. How players. do you think I got here? Okay. <laughs> well, fair. Well played.
0: Like I'm an average looking heterosexual dude who you know, got here. Like, of <laughs> course it was due to imagination.
1: Are there, are there any like porn sites that you watch? Like to, if you do need a visual is oh, no, I, I, like, no, casual?
0: I watch a lot of porn. Don't
1: okay. Me. Okay. I was like to be in this industry. I think you kind of have, no,
0: it's a lot of Europeans. Like I don't, oh. I don't like to jerk off to people I know in real life.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time. Oh, I do it all the time. Anyone do you want to call out? Oh my God. Uh, th- that, that list is long. That list is long. Um, actually one, one guy I watch, uh, I would just spent a, uh, about three weeks with him in Brazil uh, Igor Lucios. I could watch that guy fuck all day long.
0: Oh, I forgot my one caveat. If I've actually had sex with them, then I'll watch their.
1: Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, yeah, like wait, where's this going?
0: That's <laughs> my one caveat. No, no. Oh, we're Eskimo brothers. No. <laughs> I was
1: like, what? wait a second. I was like, do we just get a confession? No. On, on this podcast?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. And it's not opposed to like, just no interest. Like it's,
1: mm-hmm. There was, and, and granted, I've also, because I've had sex with Sophia, um, one time to get, uh, you know, like riled up for a, a kink.com shoot, I watched uh, some of Sophia's stuff to, like, get in the mood. Nice. Yeah. So, it's like, it, it's it, it's more of, like, as I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh, that's hot, as it pops up. And sometimes I'm like,
0: oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's, if we've had sex in real life, yeah, I'll watch your scenes. Or it's mm-hmm. with strangers.
1: Got it. Wait. I'm like <laughs> that covers a lot of people, actually.
0: Well, yeah. I gotta have some variety.
1: Okay. <laughs> the variety is the spice of life. It is.
0: It absolutely is. Like who wants to jerk off to the same person all the time?
1: I'm such a smart ass. I was gonna say conservative Christians. <laughs> but that's not true because they jerk off to gay porn all the time.
0: Right. Hell, they jerk off to more porn than anyone else. When Pornhub mm. puts out the numbers every year, the red states always yes. are top viewership.
1: Exactly. True. True. So no, my statement is incorrect. Yeah. Statement's incorrect. They they want more variety than anyone. <laughs> because they're stuck in a position where they can't have variety, so they want to see it on porn, and like in every type of porn that they watch.
2: Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I mean, that's just got to be such hell, because especially like, they're married to someone who actually drinks the Kool-Aid and actually believes what they're fucking. Oh yeah. They're preaching. And like, they can't explore, even if they are heterosexual, just they can't explore their kinks or anything like that with their conservative wife.
1: Nope. They can't. And also like, uh, like, so ever since I moved to Utah, I've learned so much about Mormonism and like what's allowed, what's not allowed. So, um, there's a thing. And this is what I've heard from, uh, people that went to BYU, Brigham Young University, that they're, like you're not allowed to penetrate and you're not allowed to like thrust. And so there's a term, I forget exactly what it's called, but like, it's where, you know, they'll, they'll try, they'll get like just to the point of almost penetration and then they'll shake to like, <laughs> it's, I have to look up the term cause I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it's, it's a thing that they do to like not break the code send me to hell first (laughs) 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 fucking send me to hell first well it's it's honestly like you know that that is what um i really feel pity for a lot of the mormons is that they don't get to experience that and and honestly like very conservative christian people that don't allow themselves to enjoy their humanness to enjoy the things that like like yeah when you play with your dick it feels good for a reason right and like when with guys this is one thing i, I will die on this hill with guys your g-spot is in your ass a little finger up there and just like a little you know like massage try it and like don't be don't have this you know like uh i can't do that because that might be a little gay like no your g-spot's up your ass like that if, if god exists and he has a sense of fucking humor. He puts your G-spot up your ass.
0: <laughs> I don't do it just because I have digestive problems. And that makes me... Oh. <laughs> like, if you get a finger near my ass, it clenches. I'm just...
1: <laughs> you're like... <"Ugh.">
2: yeah. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> no, no, no. Well,
1: yeah. I'll just... I'll send you a, a douching tutorial. And then that'll like... That might allay some of your fear of things happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 100%. Just absolutely just terrified of like... Yeah, I've had digestive problems for 20 years and it's and like i had
1: taco bell yesterday
0: <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe if i got involved with someone that like it was more than a one or five night stand mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah I mean, you don't want to pop that one on them yeah like, like brand new
0: yeah like hey you just had an oil Derek.
1: <laughs> we call it that we call it striking oil nope yep.
0: oh i i often say it's just like sometimes when do drill for oil you strike oil
1: yep it's like oh god never mind there was a i was trying to think of like a a statement a weird like idiom that the gays say but it's something about like you know playing them oh uh nope i forgot it (laughs) next
0: and the thing about it is gay straight if shit happens just go wash it off
1: like yeah yeah it honestly is because like it's it shit happens shit really does happen um i mean it hadn't happened to me in a while but
0: well look at you sleeping with people that are preparing for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> No, I mean, like myself, even when oh. I'm bottoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, look at you preparing.
1: <clears throat> Performer of the year.
0: Right? Performer no. of the year doesn't shit on people. No,
1: no. If And if it happens, it's like a, give me five minutes, be right back. But that hasn't happened in a while.
0: Like, if it's off camera and it's real life, mm-hmm. who cares?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, in that case. In yeah. that case, yeah. Well, no, yeah. It's, it's If it happens, like, I have, oh, do you want story time? Oh, of course. Oh. <laughs> The worst hookup I've ever had in my life. This oh so this guy, and this was in DC. Um he'd been kind of like hitting me up every now and then and like he was sending me pictures that had like he looked good. Like I would one, I'd be like, No, I don't I'm not gonna say no. Like you're a good looking guy, I'll do it. And he finally comes over Did not look like his pictures like body wise did not look like his pictures, but I was like, you know what? I'm horny. Let's do this. And I go in and within five seconds, it is just like, like I struck oil straight out of Texas. Like it just came flying out. And I was just like, there's my bathrooms just over there, you know, just go.
0: Oh, and you were hosting. Oh, I was
1: hosting. I was hosting. Yeah. Oh, it gets better. Oh God. This gets, this gets wild. Um so like I'm just kind of chilling on my bed, you know. I've like I've washed myself off, and you know, I think he's taking a shower. I couldn't I didn't know what was actually happening in there, but all of a sudden I heard the loudest and most like drawn out fart ever. And I it was enough for me to be like, are you what just happened? Like that th- that could not have been good. And so he comes out and he's like, I think I should go. And I was like, okay, okay. like we're good. No, no problems, no issues. Uh, and so he leaves. <laughs> I go back, I go into the bathroom. And when I say that there was a Jackson Pollock esque shit stain across my walls in my bathroom.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> Like, in the shower, on the walls, by the toilet, I was like, that's what that was. And he ju- apparently, he just decided, D- have you ever seen the uh, scary movie, too? Yeah. <laughs> Where Brenda was just like, I'm going to shit all over these walls, right? It happened to me.
0: Was this person raised by wolves to not deal with this?
1: Possibly. I have no idea. I- but, like, to, to literally shit all over my walls, leave and leave me with the aftermath.
0: Right. That, that's the part that really bothers me. Like yeah. Yeah. the Jackson Pollock in the walls, sometimes things happen. As someone with yeah. who has digestive problems, sometimes things happen.
1: Yeah. 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 I but, would have totally understood if he would have been like, I had a little bit of an accident. Right. But just to leave. Right. And not say anything. Not say a word.
0: I would, be, I would be mortified about that. Like I've taken some nasty shits in girls' bathrooms before. <laughs> I just own it. Like, yo, know, sorry, girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're like, shit happens.
0: Right. Like it's clean now. We can go back to.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm Got cleaned out, out of my system. Right? Let's do this.
0: <laughs> and that's about mixed results. Oh. <laughs> Definitely Excuse was me. hanging out with a girl at a place and it was very much going to be a sure thing until I had to go take a shit. And then. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I'm feeling tired. I'm like.
1: And it was like, it's one of those, like when it happens, it fucking happens. You're like. Bathroom now. Yeah. Deal. Deal.
0: I was diagnosed with Crohn's in 04, so oh fuck. luckily it was a super mild case and like I've been in remission okay. forever, but uh, every once yeah. in a while, like I'll get some sort of flare up and it's like, oh, I got to go, <laughs> go now and it's,
1: it's bad. Yeah. That's, that's autoimmune. Yeah. Is, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like your, your intestines are based, your immune system says, fuck you intestines. Right. <laughs> exactly. I I don't know if it's due to my
0: lifestyle, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like, mm. I mean, it's made out of corn, right? Or, wait, rye. No, made out of rye. I, 50, yeah, at
0: least 51% rye.
1: Yeah, at least I was looking at the bourbon where I was like, it's made out of corn, but...
0: <laughs> oh, no, corn. Bourbon is at least 51% corn. hmm There's rules to this shit.
1: There is. Did you know that Jack Daniels is actually considered a bourbon? But because they make it in Tennessee, they don't call it a bourbon.
0: It's a Tennessee whiskey, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it's it it meets all the classifications for bourbon.
0: Uh, I think something to do with the mash. Mm-hmm does disqualify it though
2: does it yeah fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) i remember it was so because like a lynchburg is not far from where i grew up and i think it's so fucking awkward and weird that lynchburg tennessee where the original jack daniels distillery is is a dry county coffee
0: county tennessee
1: yeah it's a dry county you can't buy jack daniels there you can't taste it you can just go in and be like here it is and go on about your day.
0: Which is one of those things that proves that money breaks the rules. Like, yeah. this distillery makes so much money, they're like, yeah. Yeah. It's a dry county, but you guys could still fucking operate because it generates tax revenue.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it really does. Yeah. It's it's the highest selling whiskey in the world, I think.
0: I mean, it definitely was at one point. It, it may not be at this point.
1: Yeah. I think I know Jim Beam at one point, and then I think Jack Daniels. I think they kind of back and forth.
0: Well, but both those distilleries are owned by major conglomerates these
1: days. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, Jack Downs is owned by Brown Foreman and Jim Beam is Suntory Beam at this point.
1: Oh, it's not Bev or not Bevmo. what's the, what's Inbev? Inbev, in Bev. Yeah.
0: No, Inbev's mostly into beers.
1: Okay. That's right. That's right.
0: But yeah, Suntory Beam is like, and when you get Suntory involved, that's like. Almost everything in fucking Japan.
1: <laughs> Which has some really good whiskeys, by the way.
0: I'm not into smoky whiskey. So like uh, every time I go to Japan, sorry, audience, sorry. The, every time I bring up Japan, the, the eye roll, I could feel it.
1: <laughs> they're like, just give it a chance. Well, no. Give it a try.
0: I, I, I love going to Japan. Like I've been multiple times. Yeah, yeah. So I, there's a lot of Jap- Japan stories mm. that have been told over the years. And every time it comes up, they're just like, can you go one fucking episode without to bring it up Japan?
1: Nope, <laughs> nope. Nope. Because they make whiskey. They do. This is a drinking and podcast.
0: <laughs> and it's a heavy drinking culture. Like.
1: Yes. The, the, like the businessmen that'll be passed out in the subway because they got way too drunk oh, yeah. with their boss. Yep. Oh yeah. It's a thing.
0: Every night, every night around end of business, it's just like bars filled with people in suits, just mm-hmm. tearing it up. Yeah. But every time I go there, like I will drink some Japanese whiskey and like, I'll be like, I recognize this is a fine fucking whiskey. It's <laughs> fucking it's just not to my palate.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. It's, it's kind of like uh like Jack, like I think we were talking about before we started that like Jack Daniels, we've kind of lost our affinity yeah. for it. And you know, it's because I think we experienced so much of it that like, we're like, no, we're done. And we've, we've upgraded in life. Like we're, we're doing better. Right. Exactly. It's like, I liked dinosaur nuggets when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, I'll still fuck up a dinosaur nugget. Yeah, every once in a while. Uh, and I'll fuck up some Jack Daniels every once in okay, a while. that's fair.
0: But like, you know, if you're like, Matt, would you like this fine filet mignon, or would you like some dinosaur nuggies? Can I have both? <laughs> Ideally. <laughs> Ideally. And both bacon wrapped. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, and this is why I have digestive problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and you wonder? <laughs> no, I don't. I acknowledge this. You I fully don't. acknowledge it. I'm just not willing to course correct.
1: Fair. Yeah. I mean like life is short and it it is meant to be enjoyed as much sex as possible, as much food as possible, Mo- even moderation and moderation. Right. I mean, <laughs> so
0: everyone I've ever heard actually legitimately mean that was the biggest alcoholics I knew.
1: <laughs> so before, um, before I really got into the industry, I was, I was up there with regard to alcoholism. Like, in most of my drinking history, and like I was in a fraternity, you know, I grew up in Alabama, like alcohol is kind of second nature to a lot of us. Nothing uh, else going on. <laughs> What's that?
0: Nothing else going on. Nothing else.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, but like, even at that point, um, I got to a point, I got it to where I was like, okay, this is a problem. Like, this is actually like, this is affecting my daily life. Um, I, but granted, like my husband had just left me. My work life, you know, working for the department of defense was miserable and I was just like not happy with anything going on. And so alcohol, you know, some people turned to it and I turned to it.
0: That's the thing. It's a socially acceptable drug until it's not exactly
1: <laughs> You're like everything is fine until it's not right. Fine. And I got to a point where I was not fine and, uh, but came out of it. And now like th- this is probably the most I've drank in since I was in Brazil which was like Christmas time.
0: So like three weeks.
1: Two weeks, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All three weeks ago.
1: <laughs> Why do you got to call me out like that?
0: <laughs> I'm a horrible enabler. Want some more? <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Hey, at least I broke up the $100 bottle for you.
1: Dude, I was appreciate it. When, uh, when we were talking about, um you know, the kind of bourbons that we liked, and I was like, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd really love a, a Woodford, you know, the Elijah Craig. And I was like, but if, Really wanted to spend money. I would have gone for uh Blanton's. Oh, yeah. oh, I fucking love Blanton's. Blanton's is good stuff. It really is. My, uh, my buddy from DC, he just like, I think every time he goes to, uh, another state where it's a little cheaper because he lives in DC, uh, he just like stocks up on it. <laughs> it's
0: fucking like all those Buffalo trace products. Mm-hmm. They're,
1: they're good. I, I've been to the Buffalo trace distillery. And that it's beautiful. Like it's actually beautiful. And they've got an operation like that shit is they're They're like, they, they are very good at what they do. And yeah,
0: they are, but I'm really, really upset. Cause WL Weller special reserve used to be my go-to.
1: Oh, is it not like a, they, did they discontinue
0: it? No, or? it's on consignment now. So it's, oh. and it went from being, are you familiar with Weller?
1: Not, too, I've never tasted it.
0: No. Okay. So it is basically rejected Pappy. It's the same mash and barrels as Pappy. Oh. It's only aged seven years, and it's basically, like, this isn't going to quite make the cut to be Pappy.
1: Yeah. yeah so bo- Pappy's like a $2,000 bottle. Like. Well,
0: retail, it's a $200 bottle. It's all it's all gray market that brings it up to those oh, prices.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say, like, I've seen bottles of Pappy going for, like, 2000
0: Right, because, yeah. once again, those are consignment bottles. Mm. The way it Way Buffalo Trace does all their consignment bottles is if you sell enough Eagle Rare, enough Buffalo Trace, you get so many bottles on consignment. Oh, okay. And unless you're a national fucking retailer, mm. all the Modern Pop liquor stores turn around and then sell them at green market prices, what you would buy them on like wine trader or shit like that. Yeah. That's why you get fifteen hundred, two thousand dollar bottles of Pappy. Got it. But retail, it's a two hundred fifty dollar bottle.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: WL Weller Special Reserve, before everyone knew about it, was a twenty-six dollar bottle. Oh shit. And it used to not be put out on consignment. It used to just be there. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I like did whiskeys, and it, it. Pappy's a did whiskey. We did bourbon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, oh, this stuff's awesome. And then I found out what it was. I'm like, that's even cooler. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everyone else discovered
1: it. Oh, and if then, you were an OG.
0: And then all of a sudden, yeah. it's like, oh, it's 125 a bottle. Got it. Like, because mm. the Buffalo chips puts them out of fucking. Consenting. Fuck you, people for ruining my good thing. Also,
1: let's go to Kentucky they're not just,
0: cheap there either
1: no no i'm saying let's go to kentucky let's go to the buffalo trace distillery and be like hey motherfucker what's the deal like <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> yeah they would have been like money
0: money but it's crazy when i was in austin jesus two years ago at this point a liquor store down there apparently just didn't know what they had i bought a handle of Weller for 40 i'm like mine
1: <laughs> mine <laughs> mine <laughs> dumb motherfuckers <Yeah. laughs> I mean, let's be fair, it's Texas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was Austin, so it's like oh, okay, civilized, so Texas. It's civilized Texas. Civilized Texas.
1: <laughs> if the two words can be in the same sentence, civilized Texas.
0: Civilized Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because i made it a habit of, especially when I'm traveling, any mom in public would like, do you have W.L. Weller? Mm, yeah. And like, they had it on the shelf. I'm like, how much is it? Like 40.
1: 40. I'm taking it. Yeah, it was, Take it.
0: It put my bag overweight. <laughs> oh shit.
1: <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll pay an extra twenty bucks. I don't yeah. care.
0: Oh no. It ended up being an eighty dollar bottle instead of you know a forty dollar bottle. Oh no.
1: Oh no. The the sacrifices that you have to make to enjoy life. <laughs> right.
0: Part of me was just like, yo, we should cut kind a of deal with that liquor store. And like, <laughs> if you ship them up here, we can make some profit.
1: What if it, what if it became like the brand of, and now we drink?
0: <laughs> and that's basically Elijah Craig at this point. Oh, uh, okay. That is basically the house wine of the show at this
1: point. The house wine. I fucking love it. <laughs> I, and, and a good one to have yeah. as house wine.
0: Well, because that's one of those ones where it's like, it's a $26 bottle.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: 94 proof. It's fucking very drinkable. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, not everyone's on top of it yet. So. Mm. The price has gone through the fucking roof.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now that we're talking about it. Well, oh,
0: now, now that I've talking. been drinking
1: it for years on air. <laughs> it's only once you start to get to the point where you're like, I really love this. And I just am like, oh, I, I have such a, a, you know, a love. And then it's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like with Weller. Like I brought Weller, bottles
0: of Weller like internationally with me. I would pick up a bottle to travel with. It's just like, oh yeah, this
1: is. <laughs> you would have to travel, but it was a, like a little, like a whoopee. <laughs>
0: Oh, without fail. When I travel international, I always bring bottles with me.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, because like, are you kind of, uh, you're bringing it with you to have something like something that you know is going to be good and something that you're going to drink? Or is it just like, uh, you know, like fuck all y'all. I'm not going to buy any of your shit. I'm bringing my own. <laughs>
0: a little bit of colony, a, a little bit of Columnet, a little B. bit of Columnet. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like Japan, last place oh, I went sorry. back, to, went back to Tokyo. I, I brought a bottle of Elijah Craig with me. Mm. Like, and it was also cause I knew I was doing podcasts while I was there and it was just like, okay. Oh no, we're, we're drinking this while I'm here.
1: So there's like a when you go to Japan to do podcasts, are there like so I'm not familiar if there's any adult industry. Oh,
0: they they have a bigger industry than we do.
1: The so I've seen because I've been to Tokyo before, but I only got to spend like maximum three days there. It was a very it was a work trip, so I really didn't get to like. Oh, that's a bummer. I know, I know. I'm wanting to go back. Go
0: now. The the end is the. Not right this second. Please don't leave the interview and be like, I'm out, bitches. <laughs> fuck fuck my KVN nomination. Oh, I'll go to Tokyo.
1: LAX is right over there. I'm right. Gonna, I'll be right
0: back. <laughs> uh, the yen is very weak versus the dollar right now. So Oh,
1: okay. Okay. But yeah, like I knew that there was an industry. I just didn't know. Like it, it seemed to me to be very underground and in kind of like the, you know, video stores. Like, what do you imagine in New York? You know, the little penny I forget what they were called, like, but you know, you'd stick in a yeah. penny, and like the window would go up, like that kind of shit. I never saw any of a genuine, like, porn industry. Oh yeah, no, in, in Tokyo.
0: They they have a larger industry than we do. They make more a year than we do. <laughs> I, I don't know what the gay side of the house is like over there. Like,
1: I don't think it exists. No, I think it, because if, from what I've seen of Japanese porn, it's very uh, like female focused. Um, and not sometimes not in a very good way, sometimes in a very like, you know, misogynistic, like you are the, you are the inferior in this case. Um, so I've seen a lot of that, but I haven't, uh, I don't think I've seen any of the gay side if it exists. I mean, there has to be gay people in Japan. There mm-hmm. has to be. Well, I'm, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, so like I've been to, been to, been to Japan, been to Vietnam and I've been to Thailand. And they have a very different view of sexuality and like homosexuality. They have a very different view. Like Vietnam is kind of like a, it's you're a human, and if you have these proclivities, that's your that's you as a human. Um, I think Vietnam is one of the least like religious uh, countries in the world too. Communism. but, yeah, The communism, <laughs> it, but also like it's, it's, they're more reverent of their ancestors than they are of a God or anything like that. Well,
0: I, could you believe in God after all that colonialism?
1: No, fuck no not the, the fucking French.
0: Yeah. No. The French, <laughs> then us coming through and supporting military juntas. And <laughs>
1: oh, geez, man. Oh, we're going to get onto that one. <laughs> like,
0: I wouldn't believe in God. Well, I mean, I don't believe in God now, but I really wouldn't believe in God. then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh my, my village just got bombed for no reason with fucking napalm. Why would, <laughs> why would God let this happen? Why
1: would you believe it? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's a, a, but if you ever get a chance to go to Vietnam.
0: Oh no, it's on my list. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to go to both Ho Chi Minh city and, and, um, Hanoi. I want to mm. do both North and South.
1: Explore even like the middle of the country too, like Hue and, uh, Hoi An, beautiful, beautiful places to be. Um, it's just FYI. If you don't like heat, and humidity at its peak every day, it's tough. It's tough. Because you're in the fucking jungle. Like, you're in the rainforest jungle. And it's...
0: Worth it for the experience. It is. At, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to be there for a handful of days. I can suffer through almost anything for a handful of days.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I actually loved it. Um, the Because Vietnamese and English, like, the language barrier is a brick fucking wall. Oh, I bet. No. you. I had to mime and, like do all sorts of hand signals in order to get around. Um, But there was, uh, what was I going to say? Wow. I just went more alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, What were we talking about?
0: Your experiences in Vietnam.
1: Experiences in Vietnam being hot. Oh, being hot. Um, So I was walking around and I was just like, I was dying. I was wiping the sweat from my brow. I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And a guy who spoke so little English, but like managed to get this sentence out. He says, love your sweat. So love it. And so I like, I didn't really understand at the time what he was saying, but he was just like, learn to love your sweat. And so finally I just like, I let it happen because I was trying to like wipe it away. I was trying was just like, this is miserable. And finally I just let it happen. And my body corrected itself and was like, you're good. Just, just make sure you're staying hydrated. And uh, it became very tolerable. So if you go to Vietnam, learn to love your sweat.
0: So you're telling me Vietnam's kind of a smelly place. In a good way, though. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm down for the experiences. like, I say this all the time. I think one of the biggest problems with America is not enough Americans leave America.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. Not enough Americans leave their hometowns or leave like their hundred mile radius, not even a hundred mile radius, like 25 mile radius.
0: Right. It's not the 1800s. You don't have to die within 25 miles of where you were born.
1: I just shoot me in the temple. <laughs> if that was what had happened, if I had never left Alabama and my, like my little enclave, like, cause I'm, I'm hillbilly. Like I grew up in the in lower Appalachia, like straight out in the hills. Um, if I would have never left that shoot me in the temple, like I would have, I would, I would have just led a miserable life such a miserable life. And
0: so many people are, cause they're just mm-hmm. afraid to step a little bit out of their comfort zone.
1: And there's a lot of peer pressure with that too. Like, uh, w- with my mom, um, I don't, I don't speak to my family or anything anymore. Like I've kind of gone no contact. Uh, there's, there's, that's a whole other story. Um, but you know, she, she was always just kind of like, why would you want to leave? Why would you want to go there? Why are you going there? When I went to Vietnam? Cause like my mom was born in the fifties and she kind of came of age during Vietnam war. Uh, I told her I was going to Vietnam and she's like, usually I would be very happy for you for traveling. Cause she finally realized like me traveling was a good thing and that I love it so much. But when I said I was going to Vietnam, she's like, usually I would be happy for you, but not this time because of the Vietnam war. And it's that kind of mentality and that kind of peer pressure that, you know, she was trying to be like, why would you ever go to Vietnam? That is the worst place you could possibly go. It's One of my favorite countries I've ever been to.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just so ignorant. Cause like you hear all these stories of veterans going back to Vietnam for the first time since they fought in the war. And they are be mm-hmm. like, They have such immense guilt of like, I can't believe I bombed this beautiful place. Yeah. That I killed people in this beautiful fucking place.
1: Yeah. So they were ordered to. Right, exactly. They were absolutely ordered to.
0: Yeah, like you can't say no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But if people who actually fought in the fucking war go there and feel remorse for what they did, how the fuck does your mother have the justification of feeling that's fucked.
1: I mean, we're, we're talking about hillbilly Alabama here. Like a, I know the expectations need to lower those expectations just a little bit.
0: <laughs> I can still say it's fucked. I yeah, can
1: definitely still fucked. say it's fucked <laughs> because it is yeah. because it is like, um, when, when I went to go, when I lived in DC, like I was going to leave. And when I left Alabama, I went and I moved to DC and you know, my family was just kind of like, why are you moving to DC? Do you know how dangerous that place is? Do you know like?" And a lot of it's rooted in racism as well. Like a lot, we're talking the wrong side of 1950s Alabama here. Um, but then I moved to DC and I was just like, Oh, culture different, you know, literally every country under the sun has an embassy in DC. So there's people from every country in DC at any point in time. And so it was, you know, just growing up in a with a mentality of like, no, 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 you can't, you can't experience that. That's the outside. And then finally, experience it and being like, "Fuck yeah!" And then also, you know, me being me, I'm like, what's, well, let's, "Let's let's have some fun." Right. <laughs> like, let's, what let's do, get down and dirty.
0: What do all these cultures feel like on the inside? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, it is a goal of mine to have sex on every continent on this
2: planet.
1: I cheers to that, man. <laughs> I have, I haven't gone to africa or australia yet
0: so i've been to both and fucked up in both places
1: <laughs> like like what you got too fucked up that you couldn't do anything or well,
0: that's what happened in australia
1: <laughs> okay fair
0: like i i definitely think where i should have zagged like i ran like i told this story recently on Eric when Girthmaster was on but <laughs> i ended up in a random pub like dyed-haired girl with a lot of tattoos was bartending. Yep. And I'm just drinking a whiskey, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. She's like, I have a shoot coming up to the other bartender. I pony up to the bar. I'm like, shoot, you say it turns out she's an Australian suicide girl.
1: A suicide. girl. What does that mean?
0: Uh, they're all like pinup models. Oh, okay. okay. It, it's a brand. Jesus.
1: It's a brand. I mean, like, did you see the look on my face? Yeah. Oh Yeah. Like- a what? <laughs> like, is this a thing? It is. Like, okay, it is. Okay, I'm with you now. Like, so like a like a pinup girl, it's like oh, a, heavily tattooed, like that's that's they're like you know alt porn, but yeah,
0: all they yeah, do is yeah. photo shoots and shit. It's okay.
1: Way. Okay, I was very confused for a
0: second. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, this is where I parked my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're a suicide girl, are you? And like, I worked in adult entertainment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, wait, was that like was that your pickup line?
0: No, no. I mean, uh, this is my mental. This is my inner monologue.
1: For in my mind, I was like, "You, you said that to her." No, like, okay, okay. God, I was about to be like, "Dude, we need to have a chat." No, no. This is the <laughs> inner monologue.
0: Come on. Okay, okay. I'm a slightly more smooth than that. Slightly, <laughs> slightly. I was in there in the morning. I drank with them all day. Yeah, yeah. All fucking day, and then we went to the barback's house like as a group. Yeah, and kept drinking. I lost consciousness somewhere in that mess.
1: What did the Australians do?
0: I don't really know.
1: Oh, well, you were fucking passed out? Yeah, you were. I, I blacked out. Like, you were blacked out.
0: There is GoPro footage that exists from that night.
1: They just kept going.
0: Yeah. And I have tried to watch it once or twice, but I hear how drunk I am. And I'm like, this is like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs>
1: like, I <laughs> Was it just kind of like, oh, I'm loud. I'm belligerent. Like,
0: I'm just like, oh my God. I'm still friends with both bartenders, her and like the other bartender there, yeah. and I. He will tell stories like you drink us out of Maker's Mark. You completely drink us out of Maker's Mark over the course of the day. Like,
1: I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, but I definitely, I, I definitely feel like I zigged where I should have zagged. Like I, mm. I was doing well until I wasn't.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. Exactly.
0: And then South Africa. I went to South Africa and I was just like, oh. It's is really, 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 really prevalent here. Um, oh, <laughs> really, 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 really prevalent. And like, no, I probably get you on prep, man. Right? We're to get you on prep. <laughs> and I'm like, I probably don't need to try to fuck somebody here.
1: Yeah. Is it, so? I've I've heard, you know, like I know that that you know parts of that world, uh, blah, blah, the, that part of the world is has higher rates, but I, I'm not aware. Is it like with? women, like straight women as well, or is it,
0: I don't really know. I really know. It was like the only opportunities to me that present themselves were really sketchy. And I'm just like,
1: Oh, okay. You're like an autopilot kicked on where you're like, no, I don't think I want to do this. Yeah. Like, well, and yeah, it was just like, eh, this seems a little sketchy. And then like
0: I, one of the nights walking back to my hotel, I like, got propositioned by a street walker. And I'm like, this is how I die here. I'm, I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've seen this movie before. Well,
0: beautiful beautiful African woman walks yeah, in and like yeah. wearing like a leopard print bodysuit. And I'm drunk.
1: Maybe it was a drag queen. <laughs> Might have been, I don't know. I was very drunk
0: and she's just like, you know, 30 Rand for a good time. And I'm like, that's like $3 American. No, uh, the, the, no, the, oh, this is how I die. Was, yeah, yeah. That
1: was, that was not a, like you were like, that's not the price I want to pay.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is how I died in South Africa. I'm good. Thank
1: <laughs>
2: you.
1: I'm good. This is how someone comes up behind you and like takes all your money type yeah, thing. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um like uh I've never been in a situation like that but I imagine that that's a thing you have to be like cognizant of when you're in certain parts of the world where you're like you have to kind of look around you being like is this for real? Like is this um cuz there was one time I was in Barcelona with uh this was back when I was with my ex-fiancé and we kind of like the, we were, we had started to explore. We had started to kind of add a little spice to the relationship. And so like there was this guy in Barcelona and like, he was, he was attractive. He was very attractive. And, um, he kind of was like signaling to us to come and like see him and we were like, well, let's see what's going on. But then he kind of wandered down like this back alley and immediately both of us, like our spidey senses, we were like, nope nope something feels really wrong and we turned around and there were like two other guys kind of walking towards us and we like booked it away but and we were like are you fucking kidding me like this guy was really hot and like we we would have we would have been done for yeah it was a, honey, been, tra-
0: it was a honey trap for sure
1: yeah yeah exactly and we'd never experienced anything like that but like luckily our you know like the, the hairs on the back of our heads were just like oh fuck no this is bad
0: my thought process always is is like if this seems too good to be true it probably is yeah (laughs) i mean i guess that's one of the perks of being an average looking dude (laughs) it's like oh you're insanely hot and you're coming on to me for no really good reason
1: (laughs) so you're like uh, what uh, no no like (laughs) i'm not i'm not buying it for a second
0: like i don't question if it happens like in an industry event or some shit like that like it's like I'm established, I'm funny, but when there's a language barrier...
1: When you're in a safe space, you're like, let's make this happen. Right,
0: exactly. But (laughs) when there's a language barrier and you have no clue who I am, (laughs) I'm not saying I'm famous. I'm not like, oh my God, I'm such like, someone's going to fuck me for the clout, but (laughs) I'm not unknown either.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) When I'm unknown, uh, and I definitely don't dress like I have any money, like, it's just like... Something ain't right here.
1: The, the self-awareness is, is epic here. I'm very...
0: <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten this far in this world if I wasn't a little self-aware.
1: <laughs> Some of the people I've met in my life, oh, yeah. I'm like, you've made it far. You've made it very far. Well done. Are they pretty? Yes and no. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's more of a like pretty on the outside, not. A oh yeah, Oh, no, it's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So pretty, pretty privilege. Yeah, pretty, pretty,
0: pretty privilege is definitely a thing. And I don't knock anyone for pretty privilege. Yeah, but I, I feel bad for them honestly because looks fade no matter what. Yeah, and if you have nothing else to offer this world, <laughs> you're gonna be in a bad place. You're like, oh
1: fuck, I gotta rely on my personality. Right. <laughs> End it now.
0: <laughs> right. See. I've been relying on my personality forever. So.
1: <laughs> you're like, I have honed the skills. Right. I have worked on this. <laughs> right.
0: I've become semi-personable. <laughs> have fun to be at parties. Like, if you are just pretty, eventually, one day, unless, you know, you're exceedingly lucky, it's going to be bad for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: going to be bad. And take it while you can get it. 100% take it while you get it. Uh-huh. And if you are pretty and smart, good on you.
1: Good on you. Uh, some would say I'm educated. Some would say I'm. You educated. have a master's degree. I have a professional degree too. Right. I have a professional military degree.
0: What does that mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um, the the Air Force, so I worked for the Department of the Army first, and then I worked for the Department of the Air Force after. And the Air Force has this uh, all- uh officers have to go through it and it's called uh, Air Command and Staff College And so it's a, it's a professional degree strictly for the air force. And so I graduated from, uh, the air command and staff college.
0: So were you an officer in the air force?
1: No, no, no. I was just civilian. Okay. Um, but they still
0: made you go through the military college.
1: No, it was, uh, it was actually like, if you wanted to advance your career, which me, like I could not be stagnant and and I can't be stagnant in anything. Um, and so I, they were like, if you want to move forward in your career, you, this, this checks a box and you have to check that box. And so I was like, okay,
0: yeah, bureaucracy. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. And so I went and I did it and you know, like it was, some of it was difficult. Some of it wasn't. Um, but for the most part, it was mostly just tedious, like very tedious. I learned that I have the patience of Job. going through that course being like, okay, as long as I can just push through this and get to the other side, I'll get the degree. And
0: you look like you wanted to say something. <laughs> oh, I was just going to be like, why are you bringing up the Bible? No. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. No, that that takes a, a sheer amount of just like obliviousness to be able to be like, oh, I haven't educated. Although, no, like, so like Martin Luther King had a theology degree. And I think like, I think that one was.
0: I don't think purely education is a sign of intelligence. Oh, definitely not. Definitely. Like not. all, I mean, education shows that you can sit down and shut up. Yeah. For a number of years.
1: <laughs> and that you are now sinking in student loan debt. Right.
0: <laughs> Being able to apply that knowledge is a sign of intelligence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Critical and, thinking skills. Right. Yeah. Like
0: having that spicy sense to not get jumped in <laughs> Barcelona will take you much further than any fucking degree ever would.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Maybe it was a little bit of the, deg- the degree that maybe like critical thinking kicked in and was like, mm. This is not it. This is not the moment. Oh, I,
0: I didn't realize they covered getting rolled in alleys, in military <laughs> school. I should look into that curriculum.
1: Maybe they, maybe they should. <laughs> Honestly, life skills. I still, like, I still never learned how to do my fucking taxes. Whenever I went into college, <laughs> and I have, a I have a finance and economics degree, and we still didn't learn how to file our fucking taxes.
0: Well, of course not. The government makes more money in fines. Oh,
1: don't tell me that. I gotta, I gotta file my taxes soon.
0: <laughs> I gotta. I'm a fucking entrepreneur. I got to fucking file my city taxes. I got to file my state and my U S Oh shit! city of Los Angeles wants theirs too.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 City of Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. I mean, best of luck. (laughs) Oh, they're
0: easy. (laughs) Like until the point where you're making over 300,000 as a creative, the city of Los Angeles gives you a waiver.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. That's actually really good.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a hundred up to a hundred thousand as a small business up to 300,000. If you're in a creative industry,
1: Oh, okay. Okay. And we are creative industry. Yeah. Wonder if I've passed through. That'd be pretty fucking, that'd be a pretty fucking cool day.
0: Well, you definitely, the city will come after you with massive fines. <laughs> so, like even if you have to file it, even if you haven't passed that threshold, you just have to file it and say, I have not passed through. Oh, the
1: okay. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because
0: they list. will come after you like you have.
1: Uh, i mean yeah you definitely you definitely don't want to mess with any like tax people because whenever that whenever that happens it's like they are relentless yeah
0: because they're like oh they're like sharks they're like there's blood in the water (laughs) fucking (laughs) files.
1: have you seen that movie um everything everywhere all at once yeah you know jamie lee curtis is that she was like i see all of this and it's not looking good not looking good
0: (laughs) honestly the Back to the education front. Yeah. They really should be teaching more like common sense, like world skills.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I, I also, I don't have children. I'm never going to have children. I don't know what's on the current cur- curriculum.
1: Cheers to that.
2: I, mean, just,
0: <laughs> I had my vasectomy. I'm good.
1: Mm. I've been looking at getting into, or I've been looking into getting one of those. Pretty painless. Yeah. Even yeah. like the healing period. And every- I
0: mean, it was uncomfortable. It wasn't like excruciating
1: pain. I mean, I'm kind of into some CBT, so like maybe this will be a moment where I'll just like really be, in, I'll be like, you yeah, fuck, you have a me." But the procedure itself in and
0: out in under 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Like if you want to watch it happen, I filmed it for
1: YouTube. You did? Yeah. Wait, for, because it was educational.
0: So well, well I, I it kept it using chest up, so it's just me mugging to the camera while it's happening.
1: Oh, okay. I was, I was wondering, I'm like, mm, no, no, full, Dec- in full view.
0: Decade, over a decade in this industry, I've cut my dick off the internet. That wasn't where I was going to (laughs) start. My flaccid penis being manipulated by some doctor. That would be.
1: I imagine there's a, I imagine there's a market for it.
0: There is, but not on YouTube. Not on YouTube.
1: (laughs) Stranger things have happened. Okay.
0: Not a very good monetization route.
1: (laughs) Okay. There we go. There we go. Make it about the money.
0: It's always about the money. (laughs) Let's show business. Do you think I'd just do this for the funsies? Maybe a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I enjoy this. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it is not just for the funsies. I was
1: about to say, like, you get to have some of the most, like, beautiful and probably interesting people coming in here yeah. and doing this. So, like, yeah, there's got to be a little bit. Oh, no. I enjoy there. this. I, I've said this
0: multiple times. I love podcasting in its current form. Yeah. It is the last Wild West medium.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because even even with fucking porn because of the billing situation, yeah, you're restricted on what you could create.
1: Legitimately, I understand that, but yet again, I don't excuse it because it's like we're in 2024. The the level of education that should be happening among like among people, especially our age, it should be like people should seek that information out. People should be able to learn and, you know, if they're interested in it and when to see it, like learn from it, if you keep it from them and you don't like you try and hide it, that makes it 10 times worse and they're going to find it. Like right. they are absolutely going to find it. And if you if they do find it, they should be able to find it in a very, I don't, I don't like the word well regulated, but just kind of like a, a safer environment. Right.
0: You know? an, an environment where like people aren't ex- being exploited to like, mm. make M-
1: it key, right? Key. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like, so I've, uh, I've done a lot of, uh, BDSM stuff, like, uh, scenes. I've done a lot for kinkmen, and I started getting into kink.com as well as I, as I infiltrate, you know, the straight side. Um, but like I hadn't experienced a lot of BDSM prior to getting into, uh, the porn industry. And I can honestly say I am very grateful, especially to Kinkman, uh, Micah Martinez. I'm going to shout out. I'm going to give Micah a shout out. Give him going
2: shout out. Um,
1: he has always provided such a safe environment and very like consensual. And uh, I mean, granted his twisted imagination, he would be like, what do you think of this? And I'd be like, let's try it. Like, let's see how it works. One of them was like a cattle prod to the side of my body, <laughs> like. <laughs> and but like, it provided an environment to be like, this is what's going to happen. This is like the effect. This is how it's possibly going to feel. And then test it. And, and uh, you know, this is kind of a long and convoluted way of saying like, we're in that environment where I felt completely safe, and there were you know experienced and knowledgeable individuals around me. I felt I was like, this is the best way to experience this. If that were to be, have been hidden from me. And I just kind of went, you know, just head first into some sort of weird, you know, underground BDSM scene and like potentially gotten hurt, injured, anything like that. Like it's, it's to me, it's when people can experience things from knowledgeable and experienced people in a safe environment and coming from a place of knowledge that is infinitely better than just like leaving them to their own devices to figure it out on their own.
0: 100%. Yeah. And this is why I'm a big proponent of there needs to be more education for new performers.
1: Oh, yep. Yep. Like, cause how do you, how do you think we should do that? I don't
0: know <laughs> that I'm an idea guy <laughs> execution.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
0: It's just one of those things where like, People just don't know. And people are sometimes Mm -hmm. hoard knowledge because they're afraid of being replaced by. Uh,
1: That, that was the way it was when I was in department of defense. It was people kept, they held onto their knowledge rather than kind of sharing it. And I'm like, isn't this the place where we should be sharing knowledge amongst like the, you know, the, the people that, you know, have the clearances and everything like that, talking to each other rather than being like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm not going to tell you anything. But We're going to get on a tirade on that one.
0: Well, and it comes from a place of insecurity.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: And I get it, especially from older performers, where when I got in, there was just studio work. Like, there there was clip sites that existed, but no one was making their living primarily from clip sites. Yeah. Unless you were in some, like, very kinky niches. Yeah. (laughs) The majority of people made all their money from studio work. Yeah. So it's like, why would I educate the person who's possibly going to replace me on that set tomorrow? Fair. That mindset, unfortunately, is still kind of prevalent at times. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a lot better.
1: Yeah. Especially with the advent of OnlyFans. And, uh, and like, so there's also Just For Fans. I, it's, and loyal fans. And, and loyal just, fans and all that, yeah. The, t- the two big ones that I use are OnlyFans, obviously, and uh, Just For Fans. Um, just For Fans is also like a very, very good market for and, – and you're allowed to do a lot more than you are on OnlyFans. Like fisting is allowed on Just For Fans. But my butthole. Sorry. Well, we're not talking about you. you. We're not talking about, you know, you, you, you clinch at the sight of a finger going towards you. I keep like hold hoarding the Oh, uh, <laughs> no, You're not <laughs> hoarding me. the angels. In feet.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a little taste for like, we'll share this last taste and then we'll break open the Elijah.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, um, where was, we Oh yeah. But like just for fans, you know, it allows a lot more. Uh, but yeah, now that all of that, with the advent of that, uh, I think that a lot more power has been put back in the performer's hands.
0: Oh, and it, sh- it definitely should have been. Yeah. And we're also in a point where, like, the technology is affordable. You can yeah. get cinema-quality content with cameras that cost a couple thousand versus, yeah. like, 10, 15, 10 years ago when I got in, like, mm. to get a fucking cinema-quality camera. It's a 10000 $20,000 investment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you, so do you know what i've done for my content i'm going to kind of give a little way a tra- like give away a little trade secret here but um i've just kept my iPhones since the 12 because all of them record in 4k and i've just kept them i haven't you know traded them in so i've got three phones that i have and then i just put up tripods and I'm like so I, it's it's equipment that i've already had now and it records in quality you know in a i do like 4k i forget the fps but um, I would I assume
0: 4K 30 or 4K 60.
1: 30, okay, 30, yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, like I didn't even what an iPhone. Whenever you trade it in, uh, or like an iPhone, whenever you buy a brand new 1500, yeah, I think now, yeah. And so, and it's it's 4K quality. Yeah. So yeah,
0: it's something you already got. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, these cameras are completely overkill for what I do, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, but they're also part but of they my, they make me look good. They do. They do. <laughs> but they're also part of my kit when I actually go do other shit too. So,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. Like when you go to Japan, do you bring all this stuff with you? Or? I do. But I mean, like
0: <laughs> I, I do shoot people's content at times. I shoot other shit. Like, Oh,
1: uh, okay. Yeah. So you're a videographer as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah. I, I do other things in this industry besides this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I just sit back in here and drink. And have people on my podcast. That's what they would like you to believe. The life.
0: That's what they would like you to believe. (laughs) No. In reality, I work all the time and just do a lot of shit.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, when you're in this kind of industry, like the hustle is real. It has to be. It is absolutely real. Like for me winning performer of the year, I wasn't sitting on my ass for half the year. I So for two or the last year, I would say, I think I was home like, because I live in Utah now. I'm sorry. No, no, I love it. I actually love minus the Mormons and the magic underwear. Yeah, and the, I never wore it. You think there's like a camp, there is definitely a camp oh yeah involved with that. Um, so no, like not prior Mormon. You know, I grew up in Alabama and like I didn't really grow up that religious either. And so, but like you know, I love that the, the nature. I love nature. I love the outdoors. I love hiking, camping, backpacking, all of that. And Utah is next to none. Like it is so beautiful. It is so ing- And also. I'm quite introverted. You may not believe like it's hard to kind of believe. I don't believe that. The, no, I actually am like introverted. Once once my social battery runs out, I'm out and I'm done. And re-
0: if he just gets up and walks out of here, we understand what <laughs> happens.
1: He'll yeah, be like, social battery's out. Goodbye. Uh no, but being able to go home and just kind of escape everything is very nice to me. But Over the last year, I think I stayed home a grand total of two months out of the last year. Every other time I was traveling, coming to Vegas, coming to LA. I went to Spain like three times, um, went to Brazil. So it's like in all all of those instances, I was either going to an award show, I was working a gig, I was filming content. I was filming content all throughout all of it. Um, And That like, that's one of the reasons why I won this, you know, one performer of the years, because like, I literally was not on my ass for longer than a couple of days at a time. And that's fucking
0: amazing. And that's how it should be. And Mm -hmm. that is the one big change that a lot of people have embraced, but a lot of people haven't. it's like, Mm -hmm. you can't be lazy to make it in this business anymore. No. Because in the studio days, you should, your agent did all the booking for you. You showed up, you did your scene, you went the fuck home, you made your money. Mm Mm-hmm when Twitter was just in its infancy, you didn't have to be on all the time. You didn't have to interact with your fans all the time. Yeah. And that's not the landscape anymore. Like I'm assuming your fans want to fucking talk to you all the fucking time.
1: They want to hear my voice all the time. And I'm like, I am happy to talk. Like, trust me, I'm very happy to talk. Um, but yeah, no, you're exactly right. The, the fan interaction is the name of the game now because they have such access and such, especially with only fans and just for fans, like they literally have access to you now, unless you pay somebody to like answer messages for you, which I'm like, uh-uh.
0: I think that's a mistake. I, I, I understand if like, you don't have the battery for it, you don't have the bandwidth for it yeah, because it is a necessary part of the game. But I also think strategically it's a mistake because mm-hmm. those people never capture your authentic voice. Those yeah. people don't have your experiences. They don't they will never be true, and like the fans crave the authenticity of yeah. actually interacting with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, and as much as I hate to admit this, do you know what? One of the best ways to interact with fans and show your authenticity is TikTok. I, as much as it pains me to admit that, like it, I get, I do uh, TikTok lives a lot, like as often as I possibly can, and it literally provides like your face is up there and people are coming in and like the amount of people that are like I can't believe you're on TikTok like this is so fantastic and they'll ask you questions on TikTok and then you literally get to interact with them that way like that's the, that's the level of like fan interaction that people are craving now so you're spot on yeah. about that
0: it's like I know what I'm doing or something shit, <laughs>
1: <laughs> shit. Do you do TikTok lives <laughs> I don't because it's one of those things where like
0: I have a TikTok I do mhm Every time I post content from the show, it gets fucking muted.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Every time. <laughs> There's nothing unseemly happening in any of those clips. But we're talking about some shit.
1: Like, You're talking about some shit. Yeah. I
0: posted a clip of Nathan Bronson talking about fishing on makeup, Sponjava co-star, and they're just like, mute. <laughs> like, I, nope.
1: I also adore Nathan. I, um, did, I did a cooking with Nathan as well. I made a fucking quiche. I saw.
0: I saw. You did? I cooked okay. it poorly. <laughs> I saw it.
1: We saved it. Yeah. We saved it.
0: I I, yeah. I do a little research, a, yeah. a little, a little.
1: <laughs> and I introduced him to have, I, I introduced him to an age-old gay brunch secret: bubbles go with everything.
0: <laughs> How's that? Just a gay secret?
1: Apparently, like Nathan was like, I didn't know that you could pair, uh, you know, like champagne with a quiche. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, rose rose goes with just about anything. Like, cause especially eggs, you know, yeah. like wine and eggs are not friends but they're not well i mean <laughs> uh just like whiskey and eggs probably are not a good thing they're not well i see i'm in the wrong crowd <laughs> or i'm in the right crowd i have done a lot of drinking in first class before and
0: like the whiskey just keeps coming
1: <laughs> okay i stand corrected i stand. Corrected. i
0: don't expect anyone else to live my lifestyle <laughs> like don't try to be me
1: my palate is my palate
0: Right. <laughs> You'll have my digestive problems if you try to live my I was life. I going to say.
1: But no, it's a, like, I, I actually do kind of feel that like amongst the gays, it is a, it is kind of a brunch thing. And like, we, we helped to introduce this and make it mainstream, especially with like drag brunches happening now. Um, We helped introduce that. Yes, you can drink champagne, rosé, all of that with just about anything.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Though. Pro tip, don't drink too many mimosas, the acid will fuck you up.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Found and that the out the to hard. The champagne too, like the bubbles that keep coming up, you start to get acid reflux real quick.
0: <sighs> the champagne's fine. <laughs> it's the orange juice.
1: <laughs> okay, fair. But when you combine the winner with our powers combined.
0: <laughs> you start off with mimosas and then you just go to raw dogging champagne.
1: May or may not have been guilty of that in my life. <laughs> oh, I,
0: I definitely have. Yeah. Many, many, many um, Saddle Ranch in West Hollywood used to have bottomless mimosas and bottomless bloodies like every day from 10 to 3 PM.
1: Yep. Every day.
0: Yeah. Every day.
1: Okay. Wow. LA. Good.
0: Yeah. No one has real LA. jobs. Good work. Go LA.
1: Cause like in, in DC, like brunch, w- brunch weekends are a huge thing. Everybody, we called it the Sunday scaries. <laughs> Because, like, the next day you were feeling it. Oh, yeah. From from Sunday brunch.
0: Well, because every Sunday brunch uses the cheapest champagne they possibly can.
1: Cheapest champagne. But it's everything is bottomless. Oh, yeah. Completely bottomless. Okay. So, this is like it is migrated out of it. It wasn't just DC. We felt we were kind of in our own little bubble that we're like, oh, no, DC does brunch the only way. I hate to break (laughs) it to you. DC is
0: just Hollywood for ugly people. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what's that saying? You're like, I'm too ugly for LA, but too, or no, it's like, I'm too stupid for New York and too ugly for LA. Where do I go?
2: <laughs> DC. Uh, you go to DC
0: and help run the country. <laughs>
1: <sighs> the accuracy.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, many, 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 like 2 PM rolling out of saddle ranch on like a Tuesday.
1: Well done, man. Well done. And then rolled straight into a podcast. And that just- it, happened.
0: it definitely happened. I, I thought about hitting a bottle of wine with dinner. I'm like, no, no, no. I have to hang. I have plans after the podcast. I can't just be fucking annihilated when I go meet up with these girls.
1: You're like, I just need to get annihilated while I'm talking to the girls.
0: Right. With them. With when, them. When it's a group effort, it's fine. <laughs>
1: Is, is that how it works? Is, that, is this what information I need to know yeah, before, like, before infiltrating?
0: Everything's good when you're all getting fucked up together. Okay, that's fair. Like, who wants to be the guy who shows up fucking trash while everyone else is sober?
1: May or may not have done that in my life. But well, I have two. I love it how you say so matter-of-factly. You're like, I have two. Yeah. Look,
0: you're like, 100%, <laughs> I have two. 100%, I have. I mean, Shit. I showed up to the fucking pajama party on Tuesday like on mushrooms. So,
1: <laughs> I don't see a problem.
0: I didn't either. Yeah. I did
1: it. <laughs> That's why I did it. But was anyone else? I'm guessing no one else was on mushrooms. No,
0: no, no one else in LA. No one else was on mushrooms. No one else admitted to it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I was just like, "Yep, drinking hand like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took a little shrooms." Like I was like, I took a tasteful amount.
1: A tasteful amount. I love that. Not not like in you know a moderate or a moderate amount. Not like you know, relaxed amount. It's like tasteful amount. Yeah. I think my gay is rubbing off on you because you're using words like, no, I, I "I took a tasteful amount. (laughs) No, you could ask people that were at the party. That's what I said at the party. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: Sorry. I may be illiterate, but I am articulate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, write that, write that down, like illiterate, but articulate.
0: (laughs) I wonder how much my audience actually thinks I'm illiterate.
1: I mean, you stand pretty solidly by it. And you're like, I'm illiterate.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. If you say anything confidently enough, people believe it. That's the problem.
1: Especially when you have this kind of voice. You can say, I could say, like, outside the sky is green, and people would be like, oh, fuck, it is.
0: Oh, yeah. Tornadoes coming.
1: <laughs> oh, Alabama. Yep, I'm familiar. I've seen two F5 F five tornadoes in my life.
0: That's terrifying.
1: It's terrifying. It actually is, yeah. There was a massive outbreak uh, in 2011 before I moved up to D.C., and I saw an F5. It was uh, completely rain wrapped and it just like went just north of my apartment. And I was like, okay, that's, this is where I die. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I don't, don't want to die in Alabama. Right. Get me out of here. It's
0: got to be pretty depressing when people are like, I want to die in Alabama.
1: <sighs> it's when you're in Alabama, you just are nothing but depressed. And you're like, I guess I'm going to die here.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll admit at least mobile has good seafood.
1: Mobile well, is good seafood. Alabama Okay, so that's what I'll give Alabama. It has good food. The barbecue in Alabama, I will actually, I will, I will stand on you know that hill of uh, barbecue in Alabama.
0: I went to the number one, the number one Yelp rated spot for barbecue in Mobile, and I was not impressed. Well,
1: that's because you went to Mobile.
0: I, I was there for work.
1: Uh, yeah, you got to go. Like, there's a place in Huntsville. Uh, it's called Gibson's. Been there for like 80 years, I want to say, and the barbecue sauce is delicious. And uh, we, <laughs> we are the originators of white sauce. You ever heard of white sauce? I have not. Oh, man. Uh, introducing you to this would be, it would, it would do horrible things to your digestive system. <laughs> I'm here for it. You're like, you are like you know what, at this point. Um, but it's a mayonnaise and vinegar sauce. All it's right. actually, it is quite good. Um, and you, because a lot of people don't know how to really cook like white meat, you know, chicken, turkey. And so you just dip it in this sauce and it like instantly adds a lot of moisture to it. And it's, it's fucking delicious.
0: I'll try it. Like I'm not a fan of mayo, but Mm -hmm. I'm also not a fan of mustard. And I fucking will throw down on some mustard based barbecue in South Carolina.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. So so it's, it's honestly, um, it doesn't taste like mayonnaise. Like it's just more of the like thickening agent. Uh, I think
0: when I was traveling a lot for my day job at the time, like I tried barbecue everywhere. That, that was like yeah. my jam. It's just like yeah. no matter where I go, I'm trying the local barbecue. <laughs> so ev- I mean barbecue, fucking everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Texas is Texas is pretty good too. Oh yeah. There's a place in um, Fort Worth called Hame. Hame H. I think it's H A M H A I M. I'm not sure, but it's really really good.
0: So in the Dallas area, like Dallas Fort Worth, mm. Lockhart Smokehouse in the Arts District in Dallas is phenomenal. Oh, like I knew that place was legit. It's like, oh, you order by weight. It comes in butcher paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you order by weight. That's a key. Yeah, that's a key. It's just like it kind of sucks because like I I love to eat. I like I don't look like it because I diet really fucking strictly. I'm sorry. I know I know my industry, you know, and also being gay and like and I have to bottom in a lot of my scenes. I am very careful about what I eat. This is why I'm not doing these things. I know. <laughs> You're like, thank God I'm not a bottom. Well, uh, I'm
0: not a bottom. Why I don't get naked on film.
1: <laughs> it's like, I don't give a fuck. You fun. don't even take a finger in the ass. You're right. like.
0: <laughs> right. And it's just like, you know, if, if someone's hooking up with me, it's just, you know, based on personality anyway. So. <laughs>
1: They can't fuck your sparkling personality, man.
0: <laughs> they can try to fuck it out of me, though. They can try.
1: <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Mm. So what about, um? you wanted to talk about Gavien a little bit?
0: Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. I yeah. Did. Oh, are we back on that? I thought we were going to talk about food a little more.
1: Do you want to talk about food a little more? I could talk about So
0: Yeah, no, no, no the, fat, the fat kid in me. I mean, the, the fa- a fat man. It's like, <laughs> not even a fat kid anymore. I, I am a fat man at this point. It's fuck.
1: I'm gonna fuck with you. Just the one. <laughs> you this is when you like, this is why friendships with me are either hit or miss. Because I'm like, if I can fuck with you, we're friends. <laughs> You're like, I guess I'll drink away my <laughs> I'm gonna just drink more empty calories. It'll help. It'll help. <laughs> It'll take the pain away. <laughs>
0: No, I think it will just add to the gout.
1: I like to ask this question cuz I it gives me an idea of your um your food preferences. But so if the world we had
0: were- a face, had parents. What? <laughs> My food had to have a face and parents.
1: I am so confused right now. Had it, to have a face and yeah. parents?
0: Yeah, like pigs, cows, they all have faces and parents. Oh
1: god, for a second I was thinking human. I mean, and I we like, haven't
0: got there yet, but
1: oh. <laughs> taste <I> mean- of humans. <laughs>
0: if it's prepared right
1: (laughs) you've seen that movie alive (laughs) i I mean i never hoped to be stranded in the andes but dude that was that was brutal but like the people that survived it like insanely like that is next level like badassery
0: 100 percent. but um yeah you're prepared right i mean
1: (laughs) oh no do you see how little meat is on me (laughs) i'm not trying to eat you man (laughs) not yet we haven't been put in a situation
0: well you're not marbled enough
1: that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no,
0: I'm the one who's going to get fucking eaten. I'm marbled.
1: We're like, mm, that's a nice piece of ass. <laughs> My ribs would be delicious. <laughs> okay, We're going down a path <laughs> of no return. I mean, um, yeah. If
0: you eat me, I will not be back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, But so like, I like to ask a question cause it kind of gives me an idea of like your food preferences. But if, if the world were ending tomorrow, what would be like the meal that you'd be like, well, this is it. I'm going to eat this. Oh,
0: that's so fucking difficult.
1: Right. That is so fucking difficult. This right. is like,
0: I love American barbecue. Love American
2: mm-hmm.
0: I like, mean, coast yeah. to fucking coast, like fucking everywhere. Like I. Yeah. But on the flip side, like I've definitely thrown down on sushi in a lot of places. In Japan. Japan. Oh,
1: and LA. LA yeah. has really good sushi.
0: LA has really good overpriced sushi.
1: LA has good overpriced name it.
0: Yes. Very yeah. good. <laughs> but also like an amazing steak, like the, t- the Tomahawk ribeye from Bob's chop house in Dallas is fucking phenomenal. Uh,
1: so you have, a, you have an affinity for Dallas. I see.
0: I've only been, I've been there a handful of times. and like mostly, well, actually one very traumatic memory and a bunch of good memories.
1: I think we want to hear the traumatic memory. Oh,
0: just, yeah. <laughs> uh I've told, the, I'm pretty sure I've told the story on her, but basically my girlfriend at the time, we were supposed to like, we were supposed to go on vacation and she called it off for whatever reason, like last minute to go to, on vacation. And it works like, we know you're on vacation right now, but we need you in Dallas. Like tomorrow, can you go? And I'm like, oh, well, shit. vacation got canceled. I went. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really consult with her on it. And then like, while I was down there, it's like, I got convinced she was cheating on me. So I was a fucking mess.
1: You, you got convinced. Yeah. So it wasn't real. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Neither confirm nor deny. Right.
0: No, She claims when I last talked to her that it never happened, but Mm. I don't know. Okay. okay. At, At the end of the day, communication very much dried up. I came across a fucking second Facebook profile.
1: Oh, of hers. Yeah. Oh shit.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a lot of drama and it was really, really super bad for my mental health
1: relationships usually are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. That's why I don't do them. very often.
1: That's why I don't do them at all. Well, at all. I've heard
0: ex fiance. I've heard ex husband
1: and that lesson finally learned like <laughs> lesson. I, I like to say, I want to get a t-shirt printed with this. And my, my fans know about this. Uh, I want to say single by choice because of experience and it's honestly, it's nothing could be more true Because all, every one of my relationships has gone to complete shit and left me in like financial, emotional ruin. And so I finally just got to the point. I was like, if I took all of these things I invested in relationships and invested them just in myself and boom, expus performer
2: of the year year.
0: and soon to be GVN multiple award winner,
1: we're, we're going to,
0: oh yeah, we're drinking to that. We're drinking to that. Yes. But back on the food front. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause I want to get back to the relationship thing, but I don't want to leave your question hanging. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's such a tough choice. Like my death row, like fucking like yeah. execution meals. Yep. Just like, yep. <sighs> it's, it's such a fucking, like, I'm such a glutton. I'm such a fucking glutton.
1: <laughs> Honestly, same, man. But I know my answer. I, I, I want it all. <laughs> You're gonna be like, you know what? Just put every single food item in front of me. <laughs>
0: Back to the you know variety is the spice of life thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's not just one thing that I want to eat all the time. I want, I want like.
1: All but this. I, I guess it's more of a like. So, so my my death row meal would be cassoulet. Have you ever had cassoulet?
0: I'm not even familiar with it. Oh,
1: okay. See, here's why this would be, I can probably guarantee this would be your death row meal. Oh, no. So it is, it's a French dish and it is, it's like a bean dish. So it's, you take all of like the fattiest meats that you can think of. You take sausage, you take duck confit, you take like everything that just has like every ounce of fat on it. You render the fat out of it and then you cook the beans in the fat. It is one of the most delicious dishes in the world. And it is, you will be in a coma afterwards to where you will not realize that the world is ending. That's why like I, every, anytime I get asked that question, I'm like Castellet would be like my death row meal.
0: I love that the French are just like, yeah, food and war. That's kind of what we do.
1: <laughs> we do it so well. Right. <laughs> food and war. I mean, a lot of like Napoleonic dishes are the ones that are the popular ones today. Well,
0: I, I don't know. I mean, we're getting sidetracked, but I don't yeah. understand how like the French got the, the oh, they're, 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 cowards. They're like, they're fucking, they're surrender people. Like, are you kidding? Look yeah. at the history of that country. They're about that life. They're yeah. about that war life. Like yeah. France, France makes war.
1: <laughs> I think that a lot of people look at world war two and that's what they think. Cause like, yeah. I mean, there was no chance. Like,
0: right. <laughs> Cause <laughs> their population was decimated still from fighting so hard in world war one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you had the Germans on methamphetamine with all of their tanks rolling right right in. (laughs) Right. The French were like, Oh fuck. (laughs) Right. Jesus Christ. The French have like executed
0: their fucking government. How many times? Yep. Like, yep. They're not, their gas prices went up and they're like, no, we're fucking rioting. We're setting
1: fires. Did you see how, um, what was it? I think it was because they were talking about increasing the age of retirement. Yeah. And people brought in these giant trucks of manure and they like threw manure on government buildings. Right. I'm like, the French, Jesus.
0: Right. They're not fucking about. Not. <laughs> like, I don't understand where people are like, oh, they're surrender. Like, no. No. They're not about that. Like, like We get fucked socially all the time. And we're just like, <laughs> what's on YouTube? What's on <laughs> What's on YouTube right now? Like,
1: yeah. (laughs) Life is literally crumbling around us, and we're just like, oh, TikTok, look at this video of a cat. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh,
0: what's on the, now we drink this week?
1: (laughs) This guy. This guy.
0: (laughs) Uh, I got to answer your fucking question. And like,
1: it's, if I, if I had to, I'm going to take a wild guess. So, like, you've talked about steak, you've talked about sushi, you've talked about barbecue. Um what if it was a full just like barbecue platter?
0: Oh I, I mean yeah.
1: With all the sauces, like from around the country, like all the different sauces that you could be like, I want to dip this one in this one, I wanna dip this one in this one with macaroni and cheese. Yeah.
0: And greens full of pork.
1: Yeah. Like oh. <laughs> Wait, so um you can do that or you can do a smoked turkey wing.
0: Collard greens full of pork, actually.
1: Okay, fair, fair. Like, I'll give you that one.
0: <laughs> anyone who's like, oh, collard greens are good for you. I'm like, no, no, no. They have to have like half a ham hawk in there. Yeah. But also, like, I got to have a, like a charcuterie plate of like Spanish jamón.
1: Oh, the jamón abedico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, when I was in Spain, I was just like, oh, I understand why there's no juice here. There's mm. <laughs> just... Oh yeah, like <laughs> everything has pork in it.
1: That took me a second. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, they were sh- forced out in the Inquisition?" And I was like, "Oh wait, no, you're talking about pork."
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about pork. But yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, the alcohol is making me slow. This should get interesting.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like definitely a couple, you know, some
1: slices of that, and like yeah, Hamona Betico is oh. honestly the only thing I don't like about uh Hamona is that it smells like a wet dog. Have you ever been to the Boqueria in Barcelona?
0: I've not. So I've, I've only been to Madrid and then down to the Mediterranean
1: coast. Okay, nice, nice. There's a there's a food market and I, I think it's like centuries old, the Boqueria. And if when you walk in it smells like a wet dog because of all of the like the hot like the legs of jamon. And it like granted you know the smell and you're like I'm looking past it because I know this is delicious, but it smells like a wet dog. <sighs> <Fine.
0: laughs> <laughs> I, I have fucked some smelly puss in my life. It was uh, that smells like a wet dog. <laughs> Be like
1: <sighs> mm, choices.
0: <laughs> I make poor ones sometimes. <laughs> Then I talk about them on the internet.
1: We've we've got to get you updated on uh, on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Um, there, so that was uh, I do a lot of references, and I know like a lot of the straight dudes are never going to get the references ever. But like, there's uh, Tatiana, who is a famous drag queen on Drag Race. She would always just be like, "Choices." Yeah. So now, if you ever hear me be like, mm, "Choices," that's RuPaul's Drag Race. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Kind <laughs> of expand the palette, like.
1: Honestly, like, it, it is a social pho- phenomenon. RuPaul's Drag Race is an absolute social phenomenon that has brought drag to the forefront of American culture. And, like, t- seriously, man, like... Well, I, I'm just, like, slightly tangent. Just, I remember when
0: Supermodel dropped, mm-hmm. like, when RuPaul first came out, and the people would be like, she's hot.
1: <laughs> and you'd be like, that's a man. <laughs> I don't think we discovered that till years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feel like that is a drag queen and one of the most fierce one of the fiercest drag queens in this country.
0: <laughs> and also just while that she came out of the fucking like New York club kid scene that like, you yeah. know, party monster was all about like, yeah. RuPaul was in that fucking mess.
1: Yeah. Like the, the vote, like Madonna, when Madonna's Vogue came out, RuPaul was all up in the midst of like the drag or the, uh, the ball culture that was there. She was right in the thick of it.
0: The, the, the so. gay community is a lot of tastemakers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like the gays run a lot more than you think. DC run by gays. Music scene now run by gays. Well, some, a lot of producers I think are straight, but like there's.
0: And abusers, but.
1: <sighs> is, is Kesha free yet? <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. Oh, hope she's free soon. I hope so.
0: And like, you know, Kesha, I'll come ruin your life some more. I'm like,
1: I mean, not in an abusive way, just interacting with me way. (laughs) You're like, you're like, just talk to me. I'll ruin your life. Right. Like (laughs) I make you question your choices.
0: (laughs) I hate to break it to you. That's happening right here now too.
1: No. It's, after this comes out, they will be like so. We actually canceled um, the Xbiz Performer of the Year, former ex or Performer of the Year. They'll
0: just come to your house, take the trophy back. Yeah,
1: and I'll be like, you're never going to find it, and it's
0: <laughs> come back and just like I, I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> still have it. Got a bit
1: of a patina on it now.
0: <laughs> I honestly want to win an AVN this year just so I could turn it into a shot glass. But that's a, oh. that's a side note.
1: Is is that is a podcast? One of the uh, oh
0: yeah best. Of, uh, Favorite adult podcast. Fuck, up for two years in a row. So
1: fuck yeah, man.
0: I'm gonna lose, but
1: no, no, well, I'm gonna lose. Who's? <laughs> I, I don't even know if I would know the other ones. Uh, I mean, Plug Talk won last year, so Plug Talk. Mm-hmm. That means a lot of things in my head.
0: Uh, Adam Twenty Two and of you know, the plugs.
1: <laughs> am I am I thinking correctly when I think plugs? That that has more than one meaning. I think so. Okay, okay. Then then we're on the same page. Then yeah. we're on the same page. Like, well, well, you know, aptly named. Yeah.
0: But I my my only beef with them is like there's a full sex scene that happens after the podcast. So it's like
1: what? Oh yeah. Like consensual. Yeah. Oh okay okay okay. Got
0: it. They're not just <laughs> raping people. Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: That, well, like I was just wondering, like if it was expected. Oh yeah. No, it
0: is. I mean, it's it's part of oh. it's part of the deal. Like. The performer who goes and does the show that's like going to have sex afterwards.
1: Okay. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Uh, my beef with it is it being nominated for best for favorite podcast is like, that's a sex scene.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not just a podcast. Yeah. It's actually like visual media. It's, it's the whole, yeah, it's, it's the, the, the whole shebang. It's
0: the whole shebang. And it's whole like kit and caboodle. And like, <laughs> definitely nominate them for favorite creator scene, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but, I'm mostly not sleeping with my guests.
1: Yeah. like I love that mostly not it's
2: sleeping happened with
0: in that. the past. It's happened in the past, and like one of my civilian friends pointed out to me, like,
1: "What did I sign up for here today?" God, yeah, <laughs> you're like crying as you're taking your shirt off.) <laughs> strike oil. I'm sorry. No. I already had a collab today. We're, we're done for the day. We're done.
0: The shop is closed.
1: <laughs> the tanks are empty.
0: <laughs> it's happened in the past. And then one of my civilian friends pointed out to me, like, that's a gross power dynamic, man. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right.
1: It's yeah. It's yeah. the, there's, that's actually what I've heard about a lot of, um, the, I, I call it kind of like the Harvey Weinsteining. Of you know porn, where it's like, oh, you kind of the casting couch kind of shit, where you're like, oh, if you want to work in this, you've got to do this.
0: Yeah, and one hundred percent, like anyone I've ever hooked up with on the show, it's like they've been the aggressor, and I was just like, oh, okay, this is happening.
1: (laughs) You're like, no, don't.
0: I mean, I've never (laughs) said no. I've never said no, but it was, but it was just like I never like. We're having a fun conversation. We're hitting it off. Whatever, like things happen. Like, yeah, yeah. Considering adults, but it's I never thought about like, oh, you may have ulterior motives, and this is like, I was just like, oh, you're into me, cool.
1: (laughs) No, it's like a you're into me, not like a you're into me.
0: (laughs) Well, no, once once you're here, I know. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) But yeah,
0: my civilian buddy's just like, yeah, it's kind of like a weird. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I'm, I'm helping promote their career and like, so yeah, yeah, like. whenever I hit it off with someone now, it's like not tonight. If you want to hang out on a different night, I'm totally down. I will put out, I will happily put out in 24 hours, but the night that the cameras are rolling,
1: I'm going to be good. Yeah, You're like, mm, no business first.
2: Yeah. That
0: was an evolution. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's not like, oh my God, I, you know, this is almost 400 episodes deep. I maybe slept with 10 people
1: like yeah. over the course yeah. of the show like 4%. That's, yeah. That's the right math, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Do you I think, think I could read numbers. <laughs> I think that's the right math. Yeah.
0: It's a pretty low number. And like at least one of them I had slept with before, or maybe two of them I had slept with like before they ever did the show. So it's like, yeah. It's like people lose repeat business. I can't really be like, <laughs> this is weird. We're hooking up again.
1: <laughs> again. How did that happen?
0: Oh my God. Uh. <laughs> Inside you again? Oh no!
1: I ha- I tripped and fell, and my <laughs> your vagina took my dick.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: it, yeah, but I back to the original point of that. People, yeah, like <laughs> I
1: was like, how my my brain turned off because I was like, how did we get onto this? Well,
0: we, we're talking about like you know, the the, the podcast that like there's sex scenes involved.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: They should be in their in collab categories and stuff like that. Like.
1: I agree. If it's, if it's kind of like an expectation and it's going to happen, I kind of agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you.
0: Leave it to the rest of us, God damn it. <laughs> and on top of that, like there are very well-established shows like Holly Randall Unfiltered, which is a little more prestigious than I am.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little more serious than you, I am. You've got me on here. You're bottom of the barrel, buddy. <laughs> I am not bottoming.
0: You already said you're going to fire blanks.
1: (laughs) I can only hope that I'm firing blanks. Like I'm I'm hoping that if I get a vasectomy, it's just like, wasn't even necessary. (laughs) 100%.
0: Like I, I, for mine, I was like, I probably should have gone a fertility test before I did. I've never had a pregnancy scare.
1: Yeah. Neither, not that I know of at least.
0: How how many vaginas have you been inside of in personal life? I don't know. You don't know? Lost count?
1: Kind of a, kind of a lost count. Um, it's not nearly as many men, as many men as i've been with but um i probably say in the the 20s or 30s yeah and then guys i'm batting batting a thousand is what i say like i'm well over a thousand
0: so like would you consider yourself actually more bisexual than cuz it's a spectrum it's not just like a black yeah. and white
1: it's it's i so i don't consider myself bisexual, even though I know that that's the definition. Like I'm, I'm not oblivious that that like, Oh, if I'm attracted to both, it's kind of either in the pansexual bisexual realm, but I identify as gay. Like at the end of the day, I prefer Dick. I prefer guys, but I'm a performer. And I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if the fan or if you know people that are watching you know this, but I am now the performer of the year, right? And so <laughs> it's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so insufferable for the next year. I just hope everybody gets ready for that.
0: I'm just happy I got to you know your first interview post winning, yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah, for real. The first interview, like as soon as I wanted. I just,
0: I mean, at the moment I saw that shit, I'm like, fuck, you saw it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You were like it. perfect, fucking timing, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's uh like when it comes to this. I enjoy the performance. I enjoy like creating the fantasy. I enjoy like for me being a gay dude that just wants to fuck and like, you've got a hole I'm going like consensually, of course, like I'm non bleeding hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I understand that things happen. I do, but like, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I would actively go into it knowing that that was the case. I haven't, I haven't experienced it before. And, but I think well, we're all,
0: this whole episode has been talking about experiencing life.
1: Yeah. Do it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So like, I've just never been given the opportunity or never had the opportunity. So let's
0: I text Sophia and ask her next time. She's. Oh, shit.
1: She would be like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I know she would.
0: That's why like, I'm not. To, I'm not gambling on a maybe here. Yeah, you're not, yeah.
1: Like, this is a sure thing. You're like pretty confident in my my you know analysis here that like Sophia's going to be all about it, right? <laughs> but uh, no, I just I guess it's because I've never you know been I've never been given the opportunity, right. I,
0: and we're going to make that happen for you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love that. This is like uh we're going to make this happen for you. Like I assume in in my career the way that I want my career to go. Uh, I assume that that could po- it could happen oh, and no. I'm not oppo- like, I'm not opposed to it. I just don't know if I would actively go into it. I
0: mean, you should do it off camera before you do it on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do. I have found in my BDSM scenes that it's a lot safer to try it out first and then do it, roll the cameras.
0: Right. I mean, there's a reason people do dress rehearsals before they get on stage.
1: Fair. Fair. I, I got waterboarded recently.
0: With I- water or urine?
1: Uh, water that we couldn't do urine. I know, I know. <laughs> it was Dante Cole too. Which I would I would have rolled with it. If they would have been like, yeah, it's Dante's piss, I would have been like, you know what? Let's go. I
0: mean, what is the appropriate temperature of piss for waterboarding?
1: Is I don't know. <laughs> is that a thing?
0: <laughs> I'm assuming.
1: So I I mean I assume like it would have had a little time to cool off like post you know body room, to water room temperature yeah yeah like seventy two degrees like a, a nice balmy piss you know um, no yeah,
0: can't let it wait too long though yeah
1: no then it just kind of gets cold <laughs> and, and it's like it's
0: and <laughs> nobody wants stale no, I mean, urine I mean I'm sure
1: somebody wants I'm sure somebody I've uh, th- this is side quest number God knows what. But uh I, I won't w- keep
0: track for a reason. Yeah, exactly.
1: I went to Berlin for uh Folsom.
2: Oh vertical. Cool.
1: Which it's an entirely different animal than United States Folsom. Uh Berlin Folsom is predominantly gay. And like out on the street fair, it's all about the look. Like nobody's having sex in the streets. Nobody's Ooh. I know I know it's Ooh. I was woefully unprepared for this. I was not aware of how much it was about the look rather than, you know, the fetish, like the, the fetish. Um, so I show up and I'm just wearing like a chastity cage. That was all I was wearing. And people were like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Everybody's wearing like full leather or like the not, not nylon. Um, what latex, like full latex.
0: Okay. That's not where I thought you were going in Germany with starting with an N I'm like, what what is happening here?
1: No, no. (laughs) I mean, there's like a little bit of kind of like Neo thing going on, but like, it's not blatant. Like it's not, I don't yeah, think. Oh yeah. Really that's a
0: crime to. in Germany. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that they, but I, I'm not really sure. And I don't know if I should comment on it. Cause I'm like, I'm not really that well versed on like the German culture, like especially the German, like leather and latex culture. Um, but like I've seen porn and I'm like, there's taboo shit. I'm assuming. there's taboo shit that kind of <laughs> happens um but yeah so like but then i went to uh the after parties and it's absolute bedlam it is like there are fisting booths there are like uh benches laid out for just like guys to get up and get on all fours and just take whoever comes along like it is bedlam and um where was I going with this?
2: Good time. <laughs> oh, obviously piss.
1: piss, uh, stale piss. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, in the bathrooms, uh, there's urinals and like in, in between each urinal, there's definitely a guy like there's going to be a guy who's seated between the two, just waiting for someone to piss on him. And when I tell you, I walked into that room to piss and the stench of piss was just like, like it hits you full blast. And so I was like, I would, I only, I had to wait until I was just like absolutely about to burst. Cause otherwise I would go in there and I would smell the stale piss. And I was just like, Oh, I can't do this. But then like when I finally had to piss the guys that were like posted up between the urinals, they saw me come in and like get ready. And they were like, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> So it's a thing like for, it's a thing for people.
0: Hey, whatever makes people happy.
1: True. True. And honestly, let's be real. If I walk into a bathroom and there's a urinal and a dude's face, I'm probably going to piss on the dude's face. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I'd piss on the dude's face. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm going to do, I'm going to like check this off the
0: it, this It's off for the bit. The list. It's 100% for the bit. Like <laughs> I, I'm not sexually aroused by this, but it's like,
1: you like when you got to go, you got to go and yeah, like, there's a face there.
0: There's a, I, I do it. Uh, it's 100% for the story. Like, yeah, I was in Germany. I peed on a guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And people would be like, you know what? Bravo. Well done.
0: <laughs> they could clap. They could boo. I don't care.
1: <laughs> You're like, you know what? That was my experience and you can't have it.
0: You, yeah, you can't. <laughs> and I don't care what you think of it. Why the fuck would you care what the anonymous people on the internet think?
1: I certainly know the, the block button is there for a reason. Oh
0: no, I don't, you don't even block them. Oh no. I, I, I weighed in. I weighed in. Oh
1: dude. No, I started to, tr- I tried to do that and it's just, it's pointless. Oh, it's absolutely pointless.
0: No, it's not pointless. It drives engagement.
1: True. But at what cost? Cause I remember when I posted my scene with Sophia and people lost their shit there is an entire just like cadre of people on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, that are just like chomping at the bit at any gay performer that could be gay for pay or could be bisexual. And when I say that they are relentless, like they do not stop. They do not let up. I like the, the amount of times I tried to explain myself being like, I'm a gay dude. Like literally go on my OnlyFans, 99.9% of the content is me taking a dick or giving dick to someone with a dick. Like, in what world do you think that I am bisexual when 99% of my stuff is me with dudes?
0: I mean, their opinion doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter, but, like, it just starts to kind of drive you crazy.
0: Oh, no. When
1: you're like, no. No, not
0: at all. Like... I literally just wait. Like I have a post on my Instagram right now that the incels are mad, big mad about
1: it's incel. It is straight up incel. Yeah. I will go, I will go on the fucking record like that. It they is, are
0: big mad about it. They're yes. they big mad about it. And I am constantly in there just being like, <laughs> whatever. Like,
1: <laughs> you're the one that goes in there, drops a little bomb and you're like, I'm going to step back and see what happens. Oh yeah.
0: no, It's gotten to the point where I've commented so much in the thread of this. Like someone's like, I've never seen a podcast comment so much to defend their guests. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm doing this for engagement, right? Like I tell them.
1: They, and, but what's funny is that they like that. That still won't deter them. It, they're going to be like, oh, no, be, there's no way. No, you're not.
0: When you start thanking them for their support, they get real upset.
1: <laughs> you're like, I can just see the cha-ching, or I can hear the cha-chings yeah, like, as you're talking to me.
0: You're literally just supporting the show you supposedly hate. Yeah. And I tell them. Yeah. I tell them. Like,
1: I'm going to give you fair warning now. You're going to get people coming in there, like with this episode, saying like, he's not really gay. He's not really. And even though like – I literally just fucked the hell out of this dude from Australia before I came here <laughs> for fun and for content.
0: And I, I will flat <laughs> out tell them like, why do you care?
1: And, but you know what they'll say? Oh, this is where, this is where it just starts to get wild. This is the, the, the level of delusion of these people is they will start to say, uh, well, by virtue of him, you know, it saying that he's gay, but enjoys pussy. Like that's, that's an a- argument in favor of conversion therapy. Dude, I'm not joking. I wish I was joking because they think, Oh, because if he can change his mind from being gay and wanting pussy, that's, that just lets people like, especially in government know that he's like, you can be converted and that you can be changed and that this isn't, this is a choice.
0: I mean, assuming that was remotely accurate, (laughs) assuming that was remotely accurate, big assumption. (laughs) That's anecdotal evidence at best. Mm -hmm. Like if, you as the one person who could change their mind does not mean that it works for everyone. Yeah. That's not how science
1: works. Yeah. Yeah. But you, the
0: anecdotal evidence does not mean we should make policy on the one guy who could change his mind.
1: I'm just giving you a fair warning. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, it'll drive engagement. Exactly. That much.
0: Oh no. 100%. Like at the point where I get bored, I just keep thanking them for their support. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you keep posting, just keeps driving the
1: algorithm. Thank you. (laughs) you. Like you are helping me. Thank you.
0: You are helping me. (laughs) People are just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Dog. If I was bothered by this, I could block you.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: You notice you are not blocked. I'm still responding. You're still
1: here. And yet you're still
0: here. here. That's intentional. As the old saying goes, don't argue with the person who has the microphone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You will win. Right. Every time.
0: (laughs) I don't, the only people I remotely block is like when it gets, when it gets threatening, racist or anti-Semitic, like then, yeah, I'm just like, I'm not going to give those people a platform at all.
1: Yeah. The, and that's, that's where a big problem comes in with these, with this particular group is that they are horribly transphobic. Like you'll see a lot of them pop up and they'll say like, oh, I'm LGB without the T And it's like, it's not how that works, buddy. No, not how that works at all. Like that isn't completely inclusive on the spectrum. Like that's there, but they like, they, they see trans and the trans experience as like a negative for the gays. They're like, we fought for our rights. We don't want this involved. And when it's really like, no, we're still fighting for ours. Like we're still, we're fighting to keep what we've gotten. I mean. And move forward with it. Trans oh, are still in a, in the area of like people are actively fighting against them in their existence.
0: Everyone's fighting for human rights.
1: Mm-hmm. But- is it specifically though with the trans and I'm like, and, and I, I, I do think it's a very important, uh, like it, this is very good information for people that may not understand or may not, uh, realize what's going on. But like when it comes to trans people, it's not a fad it's not a oh i want to go into a girl's restroom so i'm going to put on a wig and no people that are trans were born in one body and they feel that they are completely in another Me- like and that if i think if more people were to understand that and have educated yet again having education and access to this information from a much younger age there would be a lot less like mental health issues uh, or like mental health struggles for trans people. I really am just like, and and this is kind of the battle that's being fought now is people are, especially like Christian conservatives are saying like, Oh, this is an abomination, like using the same tropes that they did for gays, you know, 30 years ago. And it's just like, come on y'all. Like the, the they're not like, you can't ban them from existence. You can't, you know, keep the information away from them and think that they're just going to go away. It does not how this works.
0: Right. And who, who would ever want to go through the amount of suffering that that a trans person goes through that part just to like, Oh, so I could piss in the other bathroom. Right. Think about this logically for half a fucking second.
1: Who would that? Part, you you got to think about think about this logically. You, you yeah, I know. Lot. I've <laughs> lost. I,
0: I've lost a majority of people. Right? Yeah, yeah. The minute, vast majority. The, the minute logic gets involved, <laughs> people don't come to the show for logic. I understand. That. <laughs> I understand that.
1: But no, but for trans advocacy, I like I. I'm I'm not a trans man. Like I'm not in any way on that, that part of the spectrum, but like, I understand the, you know, non-hetero homosexual struggle of like, I didn't have access to the information that I needed when I was younger. I didn't have access to, you know, healthcare. I didn't have access to any of that growing up fucking gay in Alabama in the nineties did not exist. Um, but I wish I would have had that information. I wish I would have had those resources. And I think that's what A lot of like, like what I would like to see when it comes to the trans experience is like them being, having access to that information and access to that healthcare, I think would be, that's what we need now. We don't need people fighting against it just because you don't like them.
0: Right. Once again, as I said at the beginning of the show, how are they harming anyone? Like how is a trans person? Right. So why do you give a fuck? If they're not harming anyone.
1: They're not. Right. But look at, take a look at Jeffrey Epstein's list and see, were there any trans people on there? Not a one. Not a one. Not a single one.
0: <laughs> I mean, Hillary could pass for a man at times. But, yeah. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. I had to say it. it Boner killer. <laughs> you wonder why Bill fucked around.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I still have trauma from 2016. <laughs> So, God, I lived in D.C. the day, like, 2016, the day after the election. You could have found more cheer in a graveyard.
0: Well, I I was in Echo Park watching the live election coverage. Oh, no. And it was like the air was just sucked out of the room. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Echo Park, like, so you you were in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, just people were just kind of like, well, I guess there's still Alaska. (laughs) Like, can we? No, we lost Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, second, like, Trump took Ohio, I'm like, oh, I guess he won. Yeah, well... Wait, did, uh, um, Biden didn't take Ohio in
0: 2020. Well, 100% of the time, no Republicans ever taken the white house without taking Ohio.
1: True. True. Wait, no 2020.
0: Well, I mean, Biden's not a Republican as much as he pretends he,
1: oh, I see <laughs> as much as he may pretend to be at times a little bit of a centrist. <laughs> no, that, I, that took me a second that you were like, a Republicans never won without winning Ohio. Yeah. Okay. But no, no, in 2020, Trump won Ohio and he lost.
0: Right, right. But no Republicans won the White House without taking Ohio. So it was just like
1: statistics. I see. Which Okay, I'm with it now. I'm
0: Statistically, with you. if you take Ohio, you take the fucking White House.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, you know, but as a Republican, no Republican has ever taken the White House mm-hmm. without taking Ohio. It's a very few Democrats have taken. Statistics. Obama. Just, you know, a lot of drone strikes.
1: <laughs> lot, <laughs> a lot of drone drum strikes. A lot of drone strikes. That's a, that's one of the things that I always think so funny whenever I talk about American politics. Where I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, Department of Defense spending is going to be billions and billions above anything else,
0: and they don't know where half of it goes. And
1: they don't know they would n- they've n- haven't passed an audit in what like thirty years. Yeah. Once
0: again, like I don't understand why people need to spend all this time and energy concentrating on other people's lives when they're not harming anyone.
1: Right. Because they have nothing else left and they have nothing else going for them. And they have judgment through the fucking roof.
0: It's so silly. Yeah. Get a real hobby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I wish that that was actually just a, that that's how easy it could be. It could be, but it's, it, it could people open their
0: minds just a little bit. Like, <laughs> like, does this person that you are screaming bloody murder against, affect your daily life in no. any way shape or form no. are they going to affect your income are they going to affect your ability to get housing food are they going to affect your family
1: no no not a not a day in their existence is right that and, that the, case?
0: The, and the evil, the biggest part of the problem is like people hate concepts <laughs> like because without fail yeah. every fucking racist every fucking homophobe will meet someone and humanize them and be like you're one of the good ones
1: One of the good ones where you're like, what does that mean?
0: (laughs) It's like, Oh,
1: but I'm right. right?" It's that's, that's like the typical, like racism that I grew up with in the South. It's kind of like a, Oh, well, like growing up with my mom, um, we would go out to restaurants and like, there would be, we went to this one place, it was called Piccadilly. I don't know if you ever remember Piccadilly. It might've just been a Southern thing. It was a Southern thing. But the, it was like cafeteria style with like, it was honestly, like lunch lady style, you know, women like serving the food and it was all black women. And they were like, granted, they were just like outgoing as hell. They were so sweet. You know, like just when you think of like Medea is what I would, what I remember. And I'm like, okay, that like that's how I kind of remember the personalities being how, um, but my mom would just be so overtly racist except for them. They're one they're some of the good ones. And it's like it's not how this works, mom. No. It's not how this works at all. And so growing up with that, like I know exactly what you're talking about because that's exactly what I grew up with.
0: Yeah. I'm a Jew. I've experienced some level of antisemitism my whole fucking life. Damn. And it's like oh, people find out I'm Jewish way after the fact that, like, oh, but you're one of the good ones. What? Yeah. What does that even mean? I like <sighs> Cause I'm not trying to you know, steal their money or their gold or I don't fucking know. That's because people hate concepts. They don't actually hate actual people. Cause once you actually yeah. humanize someone, it's really hard to hate someone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of what, uh, like, like I hope to have a couple of those goals, uh, or at least contribute to that kind of humanism, especially like, so I'm, you know, I'm gay. I'm an atheist. I am like very unapologetically, sexual.
0: Everything wrong with America,
1: everything wrong with America. And it's like, you know, I I really just hope to kind of bring, you know, a positive light to that. Not, not only within the industry, but also whenever people, because I've noticed whenever I go live on TikTok or like I interact with fans, you know, some people try and come in and be like, oh, well, you're just a porn star. And I'm like, I have more degrees than you have followers. So calm down, take many seats right now. But, and it, not to kind of be a dick about it, but to just be like, hey, yeah, I'm a porn star, but like I'm also a person. I'm a human. Right. And believe it or not, I had a nine to five job before this and I wanted to blow my brains out. Like, but now that I'm working in porn and I'm bringing entertainment to fans and I am thriving, I just won a huge fucking award. Like, and I am happy and I'm making more money than I did when I worked for the Department of Defense. Like, why is this a thing? Why is this something you're so hung up? With? Oh, you're just a porn star. Really?
0: Cause they are bothered. They are mm-hmm. unhappy and they are projecting it on you.
1: Yeah. That's, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. The projection is the projection is real.
0: The amount of people that in my comments, section are like, Oh, this dude's just nice to these girls. Cause he's just trying to fuck them. Cause he's trying to lose his V card. Like, I'm like,
1: what? You're like, um, haven't, haven't had that in a while, but also like, no, this is also the content that you create. This is what you are bringing to the world. Like you're <laughs> and honestly appreciative that you're giving a platform to people in the industry. Yeah. Like that is much so appreciated. When I, I remember when I saw like some of the clips that were being posted on Instagram of the show, I was like, I want to go on that
0: show. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> I, I appreciate how sheepish you were when you were like, yeah, I'm gay. It, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I'd love to do the show, but you know, I'm gay. I'm like, what I say? I, I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, you're like, I don't give a fuck. You're like, you're in the industry. You're yeah. killing it. Like, yeah, come on the show. I
0: mean, And honestly, I wouldn't give a fuck if you were killing it or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, as I said, before we got on air, as long as you have something to fucking say, mm-hmm. I'm happy to platform you.
1: <laughs> it was, was like, I think we we started to go off on where I'm Like, let me tell you about fucking <laughs> trans rights right now. And Ugh. these things are important. Yeah
0: it's gross to me like for people to be like oh what's your follower account what can you do i'm like no, no no i if as long as you have someone to say and you entertain my audience that's all i give a fuck about
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and mm. hell even then sometimes i just give a fuck if you're gonna entertain me
1: <laughs> have i succeeded you have yes You yes. should before
0: we got on
2: air
1: <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> yeah we were having fun before we even hit record when we bonded over bourbon like yeah. the first couple of messages yeah. i was like i'm a bourbon guy and you're <laughs> like i can do this <laughs>
0: right exactly it was just like done yeah <laughs> and there are definitely shows that like i do episodes that are just for me like i have people on that like i'm i want to talk to let yeah. i don't give a fuck my audience gives a fuck about it
1: yeah yeah well because at the end of the day it's your fucking show right you're like, there <laughs> I'm going to bring it back to a drag queen uh reference but um have you have you heard of Trixie and Katya
2: I don't think so
1: they're like so Trixie Mattel um she was on one of the like I think it was season seven that she was on and then like she got eliminated twice actually and then she comes back for all stars like r- drag race does like this well if you've been on the show once you got eliminated you get to come back for like a redemption with all stars and she won uh, season three of All Stars. And now she's just fucking killing it. And Katya was on All Stars 2, and she almost won. And she's so fucking talented. Well, they have a podcast uh, and a video. Ca- like they have, they've got like all sorts of social media. I think they're hitting every single one. And the tagline for their show it's called, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> is is they say where we t- there's like welcome to uh where we talk about what we want because it's our show not yours
0: exactly <laughs> like if you're just pandering to your audience it's inauthentic
1: yeah
2: exactly <laughs> like,
0: and as much as this is art <laughs> yeah. you still have yeah. to like do what feels right for you
1: yeah. No. Cause if you don't like, you're just going to grow bored with it or you're just, it's going to lose its like allure. It's going to lose its, you know, it, it becomes a job yeah. rather than becoming something that you actually enjoy doing.
0: Exactly. Like you're just going through the motions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I 100% have people who I disagree with their opinions on things. I disagree with mm-hmm. like their stances on a lot of things, but you can't live in an echo chamber either. You've got to have no. those conversations. You got to have those hard conversations at times. And like, as much as I'm not bringing people on here to like try to fight with them, <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's go boy let's, let's pick the most controversial topic that we could possibly think about and see
0: <laughs> I think we have a couple talks we've
1: we've hit a couple of them we've, we've yeah hit a couple
0: of them but I'm also a proponent of like if I were bringing you on to like debate with you about something like that, you would know that's what you're walking into,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. i like yeah, I was kind of um I was kind of curious when I was watching you know the clips of what was actually you know the stuff that you posted uh with like girth master and sophia and um and I, as i was watching it i was just like it just kind of seems like they're just having a conversation yeah that's the plan and, the- <laughs> yeah. and so i was kind of confused i was like are we just gonna go in there and just chat I'm like okay i'm here for it yeah i wasn't sure because uh, i've done a couple of podcasts before where it's like q a yeah and like this is it's not a conversation it's like this is what this is this is what this yeah. is um and so I was I was kind of like, well, you know what? I'm going into it. And whatever whatever fucking happens, happens.
0: And that is the goal. <laughs> like the overall goal since day one of the show is to like have the audience feel like they sat down in a bar next to us, they pull up a stool and just overheard our conversation. Yeah. Like, wherever the fuck it goes, it for goes.
1: Better or worse. <laughs> right.
0: Sometimes people are like, Oof. Oof, I'm gonna move a couple stools over. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little wild for me. But no, because you as a performer should not just be a piece of meat, right. People should get a feeling of who you are as a person, your experiences. Cause no matter how, what you do on camera, what you do in a scene, your experiences color, who you are as a person. Yeah. And people deserve to, you know, hopefully understand that and get an idea of who you Mm -hmm. are.
1: Yeah. And I, the fans that I do have the, the dedicated, wonderful, amazing, like, incredible fans that i have they they understand that they get that and they know my history because i'm i'm not shy about my history like i'm i'm not gonna lie like the first 38 years of my life i'm gonna be 40 this year first 38 years of my life i would not care to relive i would not care to revisit because it's just an it was nothing but educations in narcissistic people toxic people people who just like took my goodwill for granted and people who were just genuinely horrible and evil. And so, like, they know that those are the struggles that I went through. And
0: But you wouldn't be here where you are if it wasn't for those people.
1: That part. That was the next part. No, i Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to travel on it. No, no, no. You're good because you're exactly right. It. They They see how happy I am now. And they see the successes and the heights that I'm reaching now. And they're like, yeah, he came from absolute shit. And now look at him. Now look what it's, it's a success story. And a lot of the people that have, you know, resonated with my stories, they've, they've definitely like, they've read or like heard, cause I post like TikToks of, you know, oh, this is why my marriage failed. This is why I don't talk to my family anymore. And the outpouring of like, this happened to me too. This is what I went through as well. Like that for me is very like, like it, it hits home that it's kind of like a, I hope that people can see this. They can you know, listen to me and see me and realize that like, Hey, you're not making a bad decision by cutting off your family. If Love you feel know it's right, it's, and like, you know, and if you end your marriage because this person is being narcissistic or like is using, you know, your resource, resources for their advantage, like you're not wrong in feeling that you're not wrong in thinking that
2: no,
0: not at all.
1: Yeah. And then when they, I'm like, Hey, you can also, Like if you put all of your effort and all of your resources into something you love, you can win X-Biz Gay Performer of the Year. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. And like on
0: the offhand, just it doesn't work out, you can always change and pivot again.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like there's nothing stopping you from continuing to try and try again. Yeah. Except your own fucking fear, and that's all you Mm got to get over.
1: Yeah. Because don't dare let it be because someone told you you couldn't do it. No. No. Or, like, shamed you into thinking that that wasn't something appropriate to do. Fuck that The Dude, the reason, or I imagine there were many reasons, but, like, the one that was, like, the straw that broke the camel's back that my husband left me was because I showed interest in doing studio porn. Yep.
0: What does he do with himself? I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, I just... Best wishes, warmest regards. You know, <laughs> so I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I've I finally hit a point, and actually, like this is kind of a a, a cathartic moment where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, do your thing, buddy. Do your thing, just don't involve me, right? Like, do your thing.
0: <laughs> not my circus, not my monkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that's in the past now. I mean, I just I, I know I'm going to keep saying it, but I just won, you know, Performer of the Year. As you should fucking say it. That's, it's a big deal. Yeah, that was a that's a big fucking deal. That's a big fucking deal. <laughs> um, I I just won that. That my the only thing I am concerned about now is what's next. Yeah. What's fucking Gavian is next.
0: Gavian is next. <laughs> Gavian is next. Gavian, At time of recording, is days away. Days away. The votes have been cast. Like mm-hmm. it is in sealed envelopes with your name
1: in it. We hope my name and I see this is this should be another thing that like should let people know that like I have a gay mind is even Beyonce has never won album of the year like (laughs) Beyonce has never won album of the year so it's nothing is guaranteed even at that level so I like like I say I like to I try to be humble but I'm not oblivious and the funniest thing is that I just thought about that is Sophia will flat out tell me she'll be like <laughs> she'll say i adore you and i say this adoringly there's nothing humble about you
0: <laughs> why the fuck be humble
1: why is I, I don't ever want to be that guy that is just like oh i'm performer of the year I'm a badass. I'm a porn star. I don't ever want to be that guy.
0: I mean, it's okay to be that guy as long as you don't treat people poorly because of it.
1: Right, right. And, and that's what I like. I guess I'm just so averse to that idea or that concept that like I don't even ever want to give it a chance. You know? And so I, I, rem- I, tr- I try to be humble, Sophia. I swear. <laughs> I can hear in the back of my mind right now. Um, I, I just don't ever want to come off as that guy. I don't ever want to be that guy.
2: Fair, fair. yeah. That's completely valid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Even when I'm like, however many deep, I don't ever want to be that person because I've I've known too many people like that in my life, and none of them were good.
0: As much as it's important, as much as it's validating on your work. Mm -hmm. It's not also not the end. all be all of everything.
2: Right. Right.
0: So if you just completely based on like your worth on the industry saying you are number one. Yeah. You'll end up being a horrible person, but they're not
1: doing that. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I forget. um, I forget who it was that was saying that like, you're not taking it so hot. Like you're just riding this wave. And you are writing it as someone that like deserves to win this award, someone that has taken it graciously. That you know you are you're not being that guy that you're like, oh fuck yeah, I'm a badass, you know. And so, yeah, I like I said, I'm not oblivious, yeah. but I also just don't ever want to give myself the chance to be like, I'm hot shit. Fair enough. Just the kind of person that I am. I get that. It's that guy, even even if I gave in. I win every award that I'm nominated for, which there's a lot of fucking awards. I'm still just going to be like, you know what? It's a good year. It's a really good year. And you got to get some new shelving. <laughs> new <laughs> shelving. No, I, I, be I mean,
0: to, where the fuck are you going to put them?
1: We had this conversation earlier.
0: <laughs> well, you can't put all, one. you can't put all 13 of them up there.
1: Not that we know of. (laughs) I mean. Let me call up Max Depth.
0: (laughs) Max, I need you to loosen me up.
1: (laughs) No, I'd be like, Max, I got a project for you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I can probably guarantee he'd be like, challenge accepted. (laughs) Ridiculous.
0: I hate to do it. I really hate to do it. I got a call last call. You've only been doing this almost three hours.
1: I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all.
0: We're like two hours, 45 minutes already. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to call last call because I have to do the post work on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm the one who has to edit this (laughs) shit. There are probably some OnlyFans girls that have been texting me and I have been ignoring.
1: Oh, so I I will graciously allow.
0: Oh, thank you for allowing me to try to get my dick wet. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for allowing that. Do I have to text you from now on when I ever want to get my dick wet?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, you know what? I'm actually just going to throw out that whole, you know, not. Getting a, you know, taking it as if I'm a badass. You know what? I'm taking it all back. You better text me whenever you're like, hey, I'm about to get my dick wet. I'm going to be like, mm, I'm not feeling it. I am <laughs> going to send you so
0: many screencasts of period blood.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? Do it. Do it. I'm out. This, this thing off
0: <laughs> like before we actually run, where could they find you other things?
1: Uh, just Derek cage.com cage. K A G E. Twitter, IG, all of it's in there. All of it's in there. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's the link tree. So it's Derek cage.com. Oh yeah. Everything's in there.
0: Derek is an absolute pleasure. I hope to have you back after we, yo, you win all these fucking awards. just.
1: Fucking. <laughs> I'm doing like the, the Taylor Swift or Adele thing where I'm just like, shit guys. Like,
0: I need a personal assistant to carry my awards. <laughs>
1: No, I appreciate you having me on here. Absolute fucking pleasure. It's been a pleasure, dude.
0: Hell yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Till next week. Drink up, motherfuckers.